in five, four, three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your Huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right, all right, all right. Welcome everybody. Mike Rutherford Show, Friday, August 19th. It is a gorgeous day in Louisville, Kentucky. We're here from 3 to 6 today. Trevor Kelsey with me as always. A great day to have a gorgeous day because, my goodness, football's back. We can say that officially. High school football returns today. It's the first Friday Night Lights Friday of the fall slash summer, I guess. You, know, you get like three weeks in August now. It, it technically counts as like high school football. I don't know why. They, they start earlier and earlier every year. But I'm not complaining because we have actual high school football. And we're very excited about that around our parts particularly because we have now – St. X on our airways. Big X, home of the St. X Tigers, the reigning 6A champions. You'll hear our first broadcast tonight, right after we get off the air. St. X taking on Owensboro. Probably the game. Not of, right after, but. Right, but you, well, the, what coverage will start, what, 6 30? Uh, no, coverage starts 7 15. Kickoff at 7 30? Yeah, they got a later start tonight. Spears don't have a pre- time for a pregame show? It's in like 15 minutes pregame show. Yeah. Yeah. That's all he needs. We need an hour. It's the biggest game in the state today. We are today. the defending state champions. I think you'd want more than 15 minutes. But, biggest you know. game today in the state. I figured we'd have a little bit more coverage, but that's fine. You, you know, Keep it locked here and listen to whatever's after us. Jody Dumming, the Cardinal Insider, yeah. and then Here's whatever's going on from 7 to 7.15. And then uh, we'll have Sanex versus Owensboro. And then also on our sister station, 970 WGTK, which will be the home of Cardinal Athletics starting September 3rd when Louisville takes on Syracuse. We'll have Trinity versus Carmel. Trinity once again playing a a national schedule. They'll play their district opponents, and then they'll play, uh, I think, like seven teams from out of state. That gets started tonight. It's a big weekend. If I love when high school football comes back, even though I'm not clearly like in high school. I don't have kids in high school. I don't really follow it as closely as I did back when I was growing up. But when you hear like around my area, we can hear like the 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 PA system from Wagner. You can hear the PA system from Trinity. It just makes you feel like football season has returned. And that's it. And then when it starts, you know, college football is not that far around the corner. I good, feel like good feeling, isn't it? It's a great feeling. We haven't made it yet, but we're pretty damn close. And if you are a, you know, a parent of a high school football player, or you're listening and you're getting ready for your game, congrats, you have made it. I'm sure all the Trinity kids are just gathered around the Mike Rutherford show from three to six, just getting pumped yeah. up for tonight's Carmel. It's booming. Well, they are. You're, you're an alum. You're their, they're, you're their hero. The, the, I'm wearing my Trinity shirt today. I, no, I don't think I've seen that one either. Rock solid Trinity baseball. It's the one shirt that I think I have remaining from my Trinity days. <laughs> yes. Now come on, at the, at the rate, with the weight you've lost, you could probably fit in a few more now. It, I mean, th- this is huge on me. This, it is pretty big on you. So hey, I, now, what, what pitch is that, that hand hold- holding? By the way, is that a curveball? Uh, I can't even say. I have no idea. It's like all four fingers on it. You mentioned that I didn't bring this up on air yesterday, but so I went to the doctor yesterday. I had to go back to the doctor yesterday for the billionth time, and I weighed at the beginning of this year. I weighed 180 pounds, which is probably a little bit too heavy for me. I need to lose a little bit of weight. 
I got on the scale. I weighed 151 pounds. Again, I'm wasting away. The last time you told me this, I'll tell you the same thing I told you then. I both, I'm, I'm upset and hate you at the same time. But again, like I don't recommend the diet. I would much rather be like 20 pounds heavier. Yeah, what you've gone through to lose 30 pounds, I don't know if it's even worth it for uh, me. And I'm, I'm the one that needs to lose the 30 pounds more than anybody. I stepped on. She's like, you've lost like eight pounds since the last time you were here. How long ago was that? I was like a month ago. Uh, it's, it's not great. It's not great. But again, we're, we're doing okay. We're not, neither here nor there. We're excited. Yeah, this is the only shirt I could find, my old baseball shirt. I don't know where all the other ones have gone. I think I have like a cut-off PE shirt that I used to I used to just cut off the sleeves off my shirt did, in did, high school. Did you? I know you play, obviously played baseball. We've heard these stories and, 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 and legends already. But have we? A, a few of them. I think, I think the only the one we've told is Slugger Field highest batting average. You do have that. Yes, you do. That's all we oh, have. let's not forget the uh, striking out AAA talent. Who's that? You didn't you strike? Wasn't it a triple A guy you, you struck out? No, I had a double off of him. Oh yeah, oh it's not bad. I was switching around. Okay, my bad. And then my buddy had a home run the very next day back. Yeah, so there, there you Which go. Made it ten times less cool. The question is, is uh, did you even did you try out for the football team? I played my freshman year. Okay. And then um, freshman, I on the freshman team. I, I played see, freshman yeah, football. Yeah. Like I had, I think I told this. I probably have talked about this before. Like I, like, I was a good quarterback in eighth grade. Like I, I thought I like kind of was like. I based my high school decision on football pretty much. It was just sad, so sad in hindsight. You got there, you're like, you mean I don't get to use the Nerf Super Turbo that's, Ball? That's pretty much exactly what happened. Like I talked to the, I took like a visit to St. X and like you know talked to the coaches there and like watched a workout and did all that stuff. Ended up like going to Trinity. Quoted visit by the way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, they you know, it didn't see one of those it. recruiting things. It was a YouTube video. Uh, not recruiting though. Um, and then I went to Trinity, and I remember like the first time that summer I went to like the we all had to go to like the Trinity football camp before practice started, and it was the first time that I gripped the bigger ball. And I had, I had not even come into my mind at all. Like, I picked it up for the first time. I'm like, this could be a little bit of an issue. So I played freshman year. I had, at the beginning of the season, I got my third concussion in three years, which was kind of, that was when the doctor was like, you just need to stop playing. And the season went on. Go to baseball. It's a lot nicer and easier. Pretty much. So I ended up, they moved me from, like, back and forth between defense and offense. I played cornerback. And then I was backup quarterback for a couple of games. But when they moved me back to quarterback the first time, it like rained a bunch that week. We were playing Fern Creek. I'll never forget this. And like we had a bunch of practices where we like we didn't do, we like couldn't be outside because this is back in the old days. You had the practice field behind like Sears Avenue. It was over there by the where the uh, the cable company was and big exactly. lots and laser chase and exactly. stuff. I remember, yeah. And they still have those fields over there, but now I think they practice a lot on the you know they, they have the actual field turf at the stadium, so you can practice there. But we weren't allowed to practice on that field because it was grass. So, like, when it rained a bunch, the varsity, I think, would still go out there and do practice. But, like, we would go to, like, the gym and just go. And, like, nobody really talked to me about the offense. Like, I was I was the backup quarterback that week. I would, like, throw routes and stuff. But I learned, like, two plays in the span of that week. And my buddy Jim, who was our starting quarterback freshman year, gets drilled, like, early in the first quarter. And, like, it's slow to get up. And they're like, they're like get warmed up, Mike. And I'm like, I know, I know literally two plays. If you send me in here, it's going to be a complete disaster. You guys did not work with me at all. You be the coach grabs your playbook and inside of it is uh, the game of shadows book. You're just reading something about baseball instead. You're like, oh, whoops. It was uh, not like a, a nerdier version of the of mocks. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Trinity football, I know, is like a, it, it was a well-oiled machine back then, and it's even more so now. But back in the day, like, I think there was a little bit of confusion. Like, we my freshman year, we Which had was what year, by the way? This would have been the fall of '99. Okay, I was a freshman in '99, 2000. So it was the only season where this is the year after Den- Dennis Lampley had retired. And they brought in Kevin Wright from Indiana to coach the team. He only lasted one season. I remember that guy. He was there for one year, and then he went back to Noblesville, and then they hired Bob Beatty my sophomore year. Yeah. But so Kevin Wright comes in. I I always thought it was Lampley to Beatty. I never remember No, he had one year. They they lost to Eric Shelton and Brian Station in the playoffs. Oh, okay. Um, But so, like, we – like. You can tell there's confusion like this with this new regime because the all of the first week of practice 
all we do is run triple option, which is what Trinity had done under Lampley for like a long mm-hmm. time. And like I'm killing it. Like I'm I'm running a fantastic like like I'm I'm easily the best triple option quarterback like we have. Scott Frost out there, right? Pretty much. Like like <laughs> like they, they, the varsity coaches are coming to watch and they're giving me pats on the helmet. I'm like I'm killing it. And or the you, second Eric, week, couch maybe, man. Crouch, <laughs> crouch. The second week, they they're like, Kevin Wright's like, this is not what we're doing. Like, like we're we want we want to throw the ball now. Like we're becoming a passing program. And so they just completely changed that. They go away from the triple option. I still do well, but I'm not like I'm not nearly again. Baby hands are, are coming into play here. <laughs> and like the right before the first week, they moved relate. me. Back over to cornerback, and I played defense for most of the year. I did a couple of weeks where I was like the backup quarterback. But you, it was, you didn't want to stay on the team after freshman year? No, I mean, the concussions pretty much. Pretty much. Took, and also, yeah. like I realized, like I was, I was not getting bigger. Well, it's a basketball team because bat Trinity basketball was was still kind of joke. In yeah, that time. but I was, I still wasn't like all I could do is. It wasn't until your senior year that Trinity actually was considered serious in basketball. I think wasn't my it? senior year they were okay. My junior, the year after we graduated was the first year they won seventh region. Which year? The year after I graduated. 04. Okay. Oh, so Brahms a year behind you? Brahms a year behind me. Oh, I thought you were yeah. the same class. Okay, never mind. No, I it. thought I was going to – yeah, I would yeah. not – trust me, I would not have had any ill-conceived notions about starting at quarterback on the freshman team if Brian had been in my class. Good point. I Did, still thought I was going to be good even, enough well, to Yeah, you're right. I didn't mean to – because I was going to – I would have said, well, Brian would have been on the varsity, but I think Quick was the first freshman to play varsity at Trinity, if I remember right. No, Jeff did. Oh, Jeff did? Oh, did and, he dress uh, or did he play? He played. Okay. And my buddy in my freshman class, Tayshawn McBroom, who ended up being a finalist for I'm All State, sure he played yeah. freshman year. He played. He got oh, in. Oh, okay. He played several games late in that year. So there were a few others before Quick then. Yeah. But my only claim to fame, by the way, if you want to text in your, why not? We'll do Glory Day stuff. If you want to text in your claim to fame, 502-414-1450. I love hearing the story. It's our Polk High Day. It is. Just tell us about your four touchdowns you scored in Little League. There's not a whole lot else going on. My only claim to fame that freshman year was I intercepted two passes against Southern. <laughs> I'm assuming it's still a freshman record. I can't imagine it's been broken. They don't play Southern that often, so do they keep freshman records? It's gonna have to stand. No, but if they did, if they did, it, it's only it's been tied. I would be willing to bet that. I don't. Anybody, I don't think anybody's picked off three passes in a freshman game against Southern. <laughs> Poor Southern. <laughs> but I do remember, like, like going back to my whole thing about like I was a big kid growing up. Like even in eighth grade, I wasn't. I'd like stripped down to make weight. I played middle linebacker and quarterback, and I was like always kind of big. And then I just stopped growing. So freshman year, it still hadn't really hit me. I guess the, the very first game, we played Shelby County. It was the very first day of school. I'll never forget it. And, like, the first time I have a chance to, to make a hit, like, there's this, this little kid going across the middle. And, like, I've got him lined up. And I'm like, I'm, this is my guy. Like, I'm going to drill him. Like, big hit. Like, he's not even looking blindside. And I hit him. And he goes down. But, like, I also kind of fall backwards a little bit. And I'm like, this is not <laughs> – it's not it's not working the way it used to, and that was my first indication that maybe you know football you know you can play it if you it's want time to. Time to go play baseball again. Yeah, you're not gonna be you're not gonna be a great football player. It might be time to just focus on the baseball. I'm surprised you didn't at least try for basketball though. I did. Oh, you did? You did, did you make I didn't freshman make, team? Didn't make it freshman year. You didn't make freshman team? No, they had. I mean, generally you have like 90 kids, and like I was a really good shooter, but like I it was all I could do. And at Trinity, like if you have you know if you're a five ten white kid who can really shoot it and not do that much else. They've got like a million of you. So yeah, I guess yeah. I came close, but I didn't. I did not make it. And then I just kind of was I stopped playing. Uh, yeah, Wagner, they were just like, you want to play the freshman team? Because you played freshman there at Wagner, didn't you? Football. I well, I, I, tr- I started to football a little bit, then pretty quick, pretty early. Okay. Because you know I was lazy and had other perspectives and didn't really care. And basketball team, I was making the team, but me and then like another buddy quit because we wanted to play St. Matthews instead. We couldn't like, do both. You really weren't supposed to know. Interesting. I don't know if that's rules changed since 1994, but it's if I remember that was kind of the thing. It was like you weren't really supposed to play if you were playing high school ball. You couldn't play little league. Hmm. 
and we were like, yeah, we'd kind of rather play just like play over at St. Matthews for a little bit and mess around. So, plus it was fresh from basketball. I mean, it wasn't really. Yeah, I get. It's Wagner. I mean, we had one kid on our team that was good in the freshman team. He played on the varsity, and that was it. The highlight of my athletic freshman year was basically my buddy who. I think I've told this story. Just <laughs> I don't want to. I shouldn't call him out. But my buddy John, we'll, we'll let the last name stay out there. He stayed. He was on the team, and he we never got in. And he finally went in like one. I don't even remember. They were playing Atherton, probably unlikely. And he had no idea his boxers were longer than his shorts. Oh no! And that wasn't even the worst Why part. Why are you wearing boxers to compete? The worst what part was doing? was that he finally got he got in the game and offensively scored on his own basket. <laughs> awful day like which one it's like when it rains it pours right i think the boxes might still be more embarrassed <laughs> it's they're both pretty bad we're just looking like dude what are you doing your wagner wildcats by the way tonight uh hey, who they got in action on the road taking on a high school that i did not know existed uh east ridge high school that sounds made up i don't I, is it new it's where, where is east ridge at they are a 2a program like wagner uh, it's the they're playing in the armed Howard forces. Wagner is now two A. Yeah, you you know what they're playing in though, the armed forces first responders bowl, just like Louisville. Are they really? Wagner's playing in the same bowl game that Louisville played. Please in. let us be Air Force. Please let us be Air Force. <laughs> I, I mean, a, a one name team going up against a two name game, team in a first responder bowl. I don't I don't Ooh, feel good about it. No, Watch not, the passing. Not, we're Wagner for Louisville Eastridge. Air, oh no. Watch the passing, Wagner. Uh, I don't even know who Wagner's football coaches this year either. I know they changed a few years ago. Yeah, well, they've had, they've, they've they had, were playing well. Well, then, they've had some hiccups, yeah. <laughs> they've, they've had some issues with football coaches. Eastridge High School, is a, it's a, it's not a Kentucky high school. It's from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Well, look at Wagner getting to play Well, that's not state. right. It says on the website they're, they're a 2A program. I think this is – I think they're wrong. I, I think that this – nobody knows this high school exists, but apparently it does. The, we're going to lose to – I'm just going to lose to a school that even exists. Brand new school. <laughs> You're going to lose to Ipsy Prep. <laughs> <laughs> Losers, no one there. <laughs> I take it back. Okay, here it is. Eastridge High School is a high school in Lick Creek, Kentucky. Also, didn't know Lick Creek existed. That's a great name. Yeah. They are the Warriors. I want to live in Lick Creek. Eastridge High School was built in 2002, so relatively new. Yeah. Um, There's no way Wagner's losing this game. I'll be damned if my alumni lose to a Lick Creek High School. They have their <laughs> they have the Wikipedia page for the school list. They have a wiki page. They have, well, I mean, all high schools have Wikipedia pages. Not necessarily, but they not updated recently because they list all their high school football seasons until 2014 when they stopped. I don't know if they kept playing, but I don't. It looks like they've had one winning record since they were incepted, at least until 2014 when they stopped doing this. Any, um, any notable alumni? No, because it only opened in 2002. So. Well, it means they had alumni. I mean, it doesn't need anything. They could have had notable alumni by now. No, I, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't, they don't have a section on that. Uh, oh, I take it back. Here you go. Uh, well, no, they, it's not. <laughs> never mind. What does it say? They hired the baseball coach, Preston Lamaster, who was a, a good... Name sounds familiar. He was a big baseball player at UK back in the day. Okay, okay. okay. That was back in 2011. I don't know if he's still there, but that, that's as close as they get to famous alumni. That's what it's notable alumni. It's not even an alumni. It's an employee. It's not even notable alumni. <laughs> it's an that's, just, that's like the one fact they have on their athletics page. There you go. Oh, uh, we're going to lose. Come on, Wagner. We're going to lose. Step it up. I know we are. They have a good run. But high school football's back. Yeah, if I'm, you're... No. If you're, you know, we should have gotten Ken Spencer on. His helicopter is making his debut tonight. Oh, his mail play tonight. They're on the road, I believe. Uh, I, think, I know they're on the road, actually. They don't play at home until... I feel like, like they have always They opened, don't play at home until they host, I think, St. X in two they weeks. They always... They, in recent years, they've opened against an Indiana school. I feel like every year. That sounds about right. They open at Floyd Central. Okay. Yep. Yep. There That'd you go. Be, that should be a good meal win. Yeah. Floyd Central, then Ballard, and they, they come home and play St. X. God, that's a... 
early, loaded early schedule. Then yeah. they play Trinity in week four. Then, like I said, I think I'd say next is, I believe, on September 2nd is their first home game, Mail's first home game. And Trinity won't play a Kentucky opponent until they play Mail at home on September 16th, week four. They, well, Trinity's used to that by now. They've got, uh, week five, I should say. They got Carmel, they play Moeller next week, then Center Grove out of Indiana, then LaSalle from Ohio, and then Mail and Senex and back to back. Moeller, we know, is always usually good, and Center Grove, I believe, is pretty too good, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, I think all these teams are. I would imagine. They're playing yeah. that St. Mary's team again last year that I believe, or this year that I believe beat them last year. And then poor Eastern is just the last team they play. Eastern. I was like, no one, no one gives no respects Eastern. My senior year Eastern was pretty good. It was like they built it up. Like they were undefeated when we played them. It still was like, you know, turning one like 42 to nothing. But they were. I mean, they were good in basketball when I was in high They won the state title. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, they had Rondo when I was there. It was, yeah. Well, it was before him. But yeah, it was, uh, what was that? Hibbard was the coach's name, I believe. They had some good teams. Yeah. Good teams. Uh, so, again, if you have high school football thoughts, let us know. 502-414-1450. It's going to be kind of a hodgepodge day because outside of the high school football being back, we don't have a whole lot to get to. Oh, this sounds like my wheelhouse. This is your wheelhouse. We did have – we might play a little bit. I say a little bit. I mean, if we could, our options are play the whole thing or nothing because we haven't cut it up or anything. Uh, Scott Satterfield talked to the media after their inter-squad scrimmage today. We can talk a little bit about what he had to say. We also have a noteworthy, I guess, note on the football roster. We A, a guy who's – Playing status has been in question for a while. We found out definitively whether or not he's going to play this season. Spoiler alert, he's not. We'll get to that. Uh, we've got a couple of more uh, tidbits to get to from the Fabio Basili stuff that we can discuss. And, uh, again, your thoughts on the Thornton sex line, 502-414-1450. It's, we're right in that sort of still, like, we're nearing the end of that awkward period where you don't feel like doing full-on preview stuff, but it's kind of like you're, you're getting close enough that you can't just do crazy, silly Speaking stuff. Speaking of awkward moments, okay, uh, great. I know Good start. I, I want to get your, because you, you know, we briefly, I mentioned this before we went on the air, and you've talked about this on the show, but I guess I assume you finished your documentary last night? I, I finished the Manti Teo doc. I, it's, only two, it's, only, it's only two hours. I thought it was three parts, because they have, like, they, they, they trick you, where they do the thing where, like, it's like, you see the third, and, like, I, don't, I never want to look at that, because I don't want to see, like, the description or anything to give anything away, but the third thing was, like, a trailer, and that screws me over. I've done yeah, that before. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. So the second one ended, I'm like, that felt like it was the whole thing, and then, like, the Netflix doesn't do the thing where it's like, next episode's starting, it goes, like, other suggestions, I'm like, mm. oh, that was it. Um... But I know you started it. You didn't like it. I, I yeah. told you that was going to happen. Yesterday. I mean, I, I, I thought it was great. I tried. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a go. And I mean, I kid you not, I was like 10 minutes into it. I'm like, this just isn't doing it for me. You know, so I just turned it off and watched Unnecessary Roughness. Which, by the way, something else brought How is Unnecessary Roughness more inter- entertaining than you than like the inside story of like the most infamous catfishing sports story of all time? Is that a serious question? Yes. I mean, how is it not? Um,. Something that came up to me while I was watching this here, Roughness, I never thought about before. You know, so, you know the movie, right? I'm familiar. You're very familiar with it. So, Cassie Ireland joins the team. Correct. She kicks a field goal against Kansas in the monsoon to tie the game. There you go. How do they not get a roughing the kicker penalty when the guy from Kansas goes and hits her right afterwards? Just drill her, yeah. And it's like, I, I mean, I guess you could say leave the points on the board so we get the tie. But, I mean, they were right there at the goal line almost. I mean, I don't know if that was a long of a field goal because... Sam Beckett, you know, says he only had one man to beat before a touchdown before he fell. So he had to be pretty close to the end zone. I would have thought maybe take that penalty on an untimed down and go for the win if I'm uh, straight arrow De Niro. You're thinking too deeply into it. I'm like, I'm, it's amazing, though, 30 years later, and it never occurred to me that, like, they didn't get penalized for that. They didn't get penalized for that. No penalty. I mean, could you imagine a day, not only that, just hitting the, the one-girl kicker on the team? That poor guy from Kansas would be destroyed on Twitter. Anyways, the the Teo doc. <laughs> I did so I just started watching and I also watched a new movie last night, which let me, let me, okay. real quickly. The Teo doc and you're going. I don't need you to interject in this because we are. You have 
stated your opinions already. And if you watch the whole thing, your opinions would not change because they never change. I think for the record, I think it's the fact that the what's it called um, catfishing just doesn't interest me. Also, just the concept. I never got into it. Never thought it was really very interesting. Well, you don't have to be, but like the again, the biggest college football player in the world. Well, and the for biggest a season, the biggest at that time, the biggest story in the world about him having a, a dead girlfriend and a grandma who passed away on the same day, mm. not existing, is how you cannot find that interesting. I don't. Like, you can say what you want about it, you can have opinions, but like, not being interesting is. I, I don't know how you can have that mindset. Anyways, <laughs> I said after watching the first episode, I was starting to like feel because I, I I made like everybody else, I made every crappy Manti Teo joke. Love the memes, like got into it during 2012, like piled on, everybody did it. And then it got really stale really quickly, like everything does on the internet. But after the first episode, I'm like, I'm feeling sorry for this dude. Like, I, I didn't think it was possible. I finished the second episode, I finished the documentary, and I saw, because I'd seen a lot of people tweeting sort of along the same lines who were like, I went in with this mindset and I ended up, I am firmly on like Team Teo. Like, I, I feel terrible for him. I think he's a very, very good person. And I'd, I'd forgotten the one element, and again, you, can, you don't have anything because you didn't watch it. But the one element that I'd forgotten about the original Deadspin story, because of course I remember Deadspin story. Like Tim Burke, I, I've known him for a while. Um, I didn't know the other guy. They're still around, right? Timothy Burke still. He's Bubba Prog on Twitter. He's the one who always finds like any clip that's, that's out there. He like he finds it and puts it on Twitter does, faster than anybody. Does Deadspin still put out stuff? I know they it's got like, sold a long time. It's like ago. a zombie. They fired all their like actual good employees. They hired all these scabs. The, the website gotcha. sucks now. Okay. It's, it's not. It's basically not relevant. The 2008s, the days of the blog with sports oh, yeah. Brooks it was the and biggest. Deadspin and when I first started doing like 06, when I first started firing yeah. up my website, like a link from Deadspin was like the holy grail. Like that you were set if you got a link from Deadspin. There was there was a few of them out there that just were just it was an arms race to see was going to be the best for sure but this this kind of like Despin's reign it kind of ended when will Leitch stepped down um but this was like they were still a very relevant website at this time and they published yes. the story and the part that i'd forgotten about this because they admit like you know we wanted to talk to all these people but at some point it became a race like we knew if we didn't come out the story first like teo and his people were going to come out with it and try to get in front of it or somebody else was going to get out in front of it but they had there's a paragraph in the original story where they say something on the lines of like one of their sources says that like Renaya Tuiasasopo, the guy who's behind this, and Tate were like working. To, he thought they were. He was 80% sure they were working together, and that they, they Teo, like Teo had some influence on this, and like he was, you know, he, he kind of was a part of it. Like basically implying that like Manti Teo was in on it, which led to all these, which was ended up being completely false, which led to all these rumors and speculation that he was gay afterwards. Like they had all this talk about like is he gay? Teo? Yeah, like okay, he was like a big national story. Like is he gay? Is he not gay? Is he asexual? Like what's going on? And it did have an effect on his draft stock. Like it, it, it sucks, and it was totally unfair that, that, that they included that because it wound up being completely bogus. And the Tui Asasopo, again, who's now um, a transgender woman, which if you haven't seen the doc, that's they let you know it's not, not hiding like a big reveal. They let you know very early on uh, that who she is now. And she put out there like it was all me. Like nobody else was involved in this. Like I did all the voices. She does the voices on Doctor Phil, which is insane. Um, and it's just it winds up being totally set. And he, the the documentary kind of ends. And if you don't want to hear this, you can turn it off. We'll, we'll be done talking in like a minute. He ends with like this impassioned spiel, which is is very touching about how like he does forgive Renaya. He, he's like if if you're watching this, I I completely forgive you. And he has this whole thing about how. Like I kind of sucked in the NFL for a while because I just couldn't. I was so worried about screwing up. Every time I went on the field, my body goes numb. I just I, I'm not thinking with any confidence. And it took like years of therapy to get it out. And he's like, you know, I, I now recognize how easy of a target I was. And I play for like the, you know, I, I do everything I do for like the one person 
who is going to take some sort of inspiration for this. Like everybody else, you know, you can make the jokes, you can do all this stuff. And like, it, it's not going to affect me anymore. Uh, it, it sucks and I hate it, but like, there's probably one person out there who's going through something similar who wants to see somebody be, it was, a, it's a, it's a really good impassioned plea and it does make you respect him. And he does, I mean, he does come off as a kid that coming out of high school was extremely naive. You have to be extremely naive to fall for something like this um, because the evidence sh- should have piled up. And you can see that he, like he has doubts as this is going on. He keeps reaching out. He keeps me like, we have to meet. Can we FaceTime? Can we do all this stuff? And she always comes up with an excuse, which should be, I mean, you know, red flag, like one, two, three, four, five, sixteen thousand. 16,000. And he just, he wants to believe it, but he like, he checks up with other people that she has known on Facebook. Like people who, like a guy who played at USC. He's like, do you know this person? And he's like, yeah, she's cool. And it's all the other people that have had like communication with her on Facebook or on Twitter. And I had forgotten. I went back and looked up this. She had tried to reach out to to Peyton Siva on Twitter, like at the height of all this, when it's going on. is during the 2012 NCAA tournament, Louisville beats New Mexico, and the Lene Kukuit account, like tweets at Peyton Siva and is like, like, hey, bro, like, 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 great game today or something. Like, when are you coming back to CA? I saw your pops out here recently and all this stuff. And like, he just doesn't respond because remember, Patino had the strict Twitter ban at that point in time, which, well, Seems like it was a good thing in hindsight, but I remember like, I wrote about it and Peyton was like, no catfish here. I just remember him saying that like she was actively going after like these, these high level athletes to try to, to create some sort of more validity for herself. But it, the whole thing winds up being very sad, but it's, it's certainly interesting. It's only two hours. You can breeze through it. What does she do now for a living? They don't really say I, she does. She works at, it's like at a department store. Like she's ha- they, they show her at work Working a couple of times or something, something like that. Like she's, she's retail. Yeah, she's doing something that she enjoys, but she's she's herself. She's good, and that is. Am like, I not allowed to make Manton tail jokes anymore now? You can do whatever you want. Okay, good. Um, but he, she like, like. Because it's it's a good funny thing to make fun. <laughs> I mean, it's a little, it's, you know, <laughs> eleven years after the fact, maybe not anymore. Oh, uh, it's still it's still it was right. funny it's still for funny, like a, it's still a good reference when you get when something happens and you're like, you know, no one shows up or something. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was funny for like three days, and then it got very old very quickly. But she like her part of it, like the Renaya part of it, is. Like, you feel good that she's who she is and she's happy, but also, like, she's not nearly, at least to me, as redeeming as, as Teo is because she still comes off like, you, you didn't need to do this. I, I recognize that you were this helped you finding yourself, but it was just a crappy thing to do. And Well, Teo didn't really need to redeem himself. I mean, he, other than make he, you know, move from pity and form to, to for sorrow. I mean, yeah, but he also just like, he got, like, there was still a lot of speculation that he maybe had something to do with this or that he didn't come clean uh, quickly enough and all that stuff. Like, did he play the Stanford game knowing that this was a hoax and try to perpetuate it? And he does kind of explain, like, during the Heisman Trophy, ceremony he's like i knew like something weird was going on but like they asked me the question i have to give like a canned answer i can't just be like well about that i'm not exactly sure if she was real or not we're still working on that behind the scenes which you kind of understand but it also like you can tell like during all of his nfl like pre-workout stuff just how like just mentally screwed he is which of course he is like like he's gone his whole life being the man and he played in the for a few and he was the chargers for several seasons played for the chargers for three yeah. injury problems were the biggest he, he was on. He was starting for that Chargers team when I went and saw him play the Bengals in the playoffs. I believe he started as a rookie. He was the he was the ended up being yeah. named captain. Then got hurt at the beginning of the season. Then he played I think three years with the Saints, yeah. and then he played like one season with the Bears. So he he was with the team as recently as 2020. But now he's I think done with football. But you can see like he's he comes off as a good dude. He comes off as a genuine dude. Just somebody who was very naive when he went to college, and I don't know like should have should have I guess been more internet savvy. I guess also when I started to watch it, it also didn't help that I realized it was one of the untold documentaries, which they butchered the Malice Palace one. 
See, I didn't know because this was the first. This, this was. A I new didn't realize series. it was a series two, but then when I when I but it I, says series one episode one. So when I when I when I go to Netflix, I typed in Untold because I looked it up real quick and you know because I was trying to find it and type Untold and that was the first two that came up and apparently they're from um, the same. And I was like, oh man. Yeah, the Mouse of House wasn't very good. It was. Yeah, I'm not that. It was like eighty percent fake, if I remember right. I mean, they just used their own. It was like a perspective that wasn't even real, but. It was yeah, that was the I guess that's why they made him think of Manta Teo. Uh so I, I that, that kind of right automatically like starts like oh man if that's who did this I was like I'm already kind of going into this like negatively a little bit like not the negative like I'm not gonna like it I'm not gonna say it's not entertaining I'm sure it is but it's not gonna be entertaining to me because it just doesn't interest me at all yeah I mean Manta Teo was a you know funny goof that I can make I can you know should be I mean I have no problem dropping some jokes for for all of time because it is very very well known. I do feel bad for the kid, but just the whole catfishing craze that was popular after his incident that, you know, MTV shows, it just doesn't do anything for me. I always I mean, thought, I think it still I was, is. is it so popular? I mean, yeah, I think, I think fooling people on the internet is something that's probably never <sighs> yeah, going was, away. I never, yeah, that's that, that's not, that doesn't, doesn't move my needle. So I, I got like, I watched like, the, they were interviewing him at the first part of it and I just like 10 minutes in, I'm just like, you know what, I'm. The, see the interviews, I'm like, done with this. the untold stuff, like I didn't care. But like the interviews, I thought were like hearing his perspective, hearing Tim Burke's perspective, like how the story came about, like hearing Renaya talk for the very first time, like ever like, extensively. I thought it was all just very, very. I mean, if you, I guess if you just didn't care about the story at all, then it's not going to interest you. But that's everything. So I moved on and watched uh, Licorice Pizza instead, which I wanted to see, and you said was not good. Don't waste your time. I still want to see it. I mean, you can. I I was an hour into it and was like, I kind of, I really kind of want to turn this off. Like I'm, it's two hours long, and I was halfway through, and I'm like, this is just not very that good. I mean, I, I, the whole time I'm thinking, good thing Paul Thomas Anderson has Boogie Nights, because I mean he's got that to fall back on. Because how this was an Academy Award movie, I just don't get. I finished it finally. I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna suck it up. I'm gonna get through this. You know, I, I, I gritted my teeth, made it to the last hour, which is not a good sign. You know, maybe you will like. I'll, it's one of those movies that I'll say I didn't. I don't think it sucked. I'll just never watch it again. But, I mean, the premise is a movie about a 25-year-old girl hooking up with a 15-year-old dude. Mm. It's like, <laughs> I mean, and the whole movie, and, and the thing is, it, it like spans, it's supposed to be based on a, a real person, a producer, the guy that, uh, oh, what's his name, Greg Gazatoon or whatever. He runs Playtone with, uh, Playtone Studios with, with Tom Hanks. Okay. But uh, it's supposed to be based on his life. And like it's it's in 1973, and the whole movie is like supposed to be within one year. And this 15 year old kid who's an a somewhat I guess an actor and extras in movies within this within this one year opens a waterbed store that fails, and he destroys John Peter's house, and then he opens up a pinball store all you know while he's trying to hook up with this girl that's 25, and instead she's hooking up with other kids, and hmm. it's it's not yeah. Now, at the time, I was like, what if they made this movie the opposite of way? Like a 25-year-old dude hooking up a 15-year-old girl. Yeah. I mean, that's not going to fly, right? It shouldn't fly the other way either. It but... shouldn't really. Yeah. And not, yeah. I, maybe if you see it on HBO, give it a shot. But with your time limits, I would say don't even waste it. There you go. All right. Uh, we'll go to break. We talked about nothing. That's fine. Whatever. Whatever. We talked about high school sports. We did a little bit. Uh, we'll, we'll talk uh, We'll talk a little Louisville football <laughs> after the break. We'll also take your text at 502-414-1450. Uh, who's not going to be on this year's Louisville football team? We'll get into that coming Me. up after the break. It's the Friday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show. Happy Football Friday, the first one of the year, right here on 1450 and 961, The Big X. He's a big ball, 
just started from the beginning. We could have waited like a minute and a half to get the music going. I don't think I didn't think about that when I was driving <laughs> in today doing the music. I'm like, oh my god. I, I had originally the cue point, I think, at like 104 or something. <laughs> this is at 250, so it would have been about two minutes of... I mean, you wanted to fill time, right? <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, automatically. I don't I even ask what movie comes to mind when you hear this song. This is bad, but I think of UK basketball. Because they use this as like their... That, like, that, that is tech, bad. That techno version of Teenage Wasteland a bunch, like when they would do like the uh, their pregame intros back in the day. Last I checked, UK basketball isn't a movie, so... Uh, I don't know what movie. <laughs> Girl Next Door. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, come on. You get, and, and that's what he's playing when like he's putting on the, the demonstration. Yeah, he's wearing right. the, I think he's wearing the mat. He's wearing the fencing mask. And... I mean, I haven't seen it in like probably 16 years, but yeah. Has it really been that long? I came out when I was in college. Do you don't watch? Do you watch movies a second time very often? Not nearly. I mean, not recently. Not since since kids. <laughs> no. I I guess like when I'm gave I my, have a hard time watching movies a first time. Like, like I think that's like the old like if I tell you like if, if I say a movie sucks, I'll say it sucks. But like with the Liquor's Pizza movie, I said it didn't suck, but I wouldn't watch it again. And that's not a great for me who watches movies three, four, six, seven, eight times. Yeah, but sometimes I think there are movies that I really like, but I'm like, I have no, it's not rewatchable. Like it was just too, for whatever reason, it was like taxing. Like I really, really like liked it. Like the Aviator it. with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. It's so long and it was decent, but I was like, I can't sit through this again. And there's some movies that like I just kind of like, but they're very rewatchable because they have parts. It's not like a hard plot to follow. It's just very light and easy and you'll put it on like... I think that's I think there's a difference between like great movies that I love and like great movies that are very rewatchable. I mean, I mean, re- well, I mean, great, great movies rewatchable in its own. That goes hand in hand to me. Yeah. I mean, there's movies that I wouldn't call great, but are definitely rewatchable, like Unnecessary Roughness, or Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> there you go. Or Sergeant Bilko or Down Periscope. Other movies that I've watched recently. <laughs> Cinephile with Trevor Kelsey. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, let's take a couple of texts from the Thornton text line, 502-414-1450. We haven't checked in with you guys just yet. Texter says, um, it's a good thing you were never an O-lineman or else you would be puking like the Nebraska players were. Have you seen that story? Oh, they start puking. Scott Frost said the new O-line coach has his all offensive lineman. Uh, 15 to 20 players are puking every single practice. And people were like, is that good? <laughs> is that something we should be proud of? Um, so I mean, McNabb did it in the huddle of the Super Bowl, and he's been a joke for it ever since. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing, but I mean, what were they were they eating eggs before the game? It just seems like no replacement preferences for you. Yeah, it, it just seems like fifteen to twenty pukes a practice is not not healthy for you, <laughs> especially for linemen. You want you want to put on weight. I mean, it's heat. They're out there. I mean, that that sounds like something like. I mean, I, I mean, they could be as indoors. I don't know, but I mean. I don't know if what's worse. Like you can either a bad part of this is either the way they're being treated, which is causing them to vomit, or if you're a Nebraska fan, the fact that your offensive line is so bad and out of shape that it is vomiting. Yeah, I don't. It's, either, either way, it's not a good way. Should not be a badge of pride that you're wearing publicly. <laughs> and Scott Frost apparently doesn't get that. But what are you gonna do? Texas says uh, he's Mar- gonna get fired. Is what he's gonna do. He sucks. Probably. <laughs> Texas Marcus and Steve did a whole segment yesterday on how KHSAA rules still prohibit kids from playing in charity games. Uh, or other leagues once school starts. Brought this up because I think there's a charity game in Lexington for flood relief that can't play. Yeah, we talked about this yesterday uh, about Reed Shepard not being able to play in this. We did. Yeah, we did a segment on it. Yeah, saw Matt Jones and somebody else on Twitter was going at it over that. Oh really? Yeah, because he was defending the KHSA. Why? It was, why, uh, why would you it was some Courier Journal guy, Nate something. No, that's the Nate and Sports guy. That's, yeah, that's he, the guy who broke the manual story. Yeah. He's not Courier Journal. Oh, he's not. No, he's. Well, that explains it. Yeah, he also got a. a 
He got to do a bunch of stuff yesterday. It wasn't just the Matt Jones spat. Olivia Krauss kind of took him to task. I but. saw that, yeah. She kind of took him behind the woodshed yeah. and left him, left him there begging for his life. I it saw was, that. And I think uh, I think some manual baseball players also agree with that. But. but he but he was defending KHSA, and Matt was going at it with Or I guess, I don't know if it was Matt, but people on Matt's thread maybe that were doing it, so to speak. I mean, I think everybody going at him for that take is justified because it's stupid. Yeah, I mean, he's... <laughs> Why cave for the KHSA here? Uh, there's a long text for the Kerasty that I I'll just get to the last line, which is, and now that I've said that all this, I'm more certain that Mitch Barnhart sucks. There you go. <laughs> I'm assuming that's the summary that's the of everything. Entire, he's like me reading a novel over here. I'm not reading the. Yeah, yeah. I read the first page. And I read the back, last page. I read the. Well, there are legitimately the back page. Eleven sentences before that, we're not reading the entire thing about Mitch Barnhart and nil. We'll just say that he sucks. That's the end. There you go. That <laughs> summed up the whole thing. Texas says, speaking of the man Titeo thing, I'll never get over UofL being catfished by Sebastian Telfair. That's not catfishing. <laughs> That's not officially catfishing. Yeah. We just got played. He did what he did was ghost us, right? And that the different and he, he did ghosting us before ghosting us was the term, right? He didn't even ghost us. He just lied to us. Ghosting is just you ignores everybody. Like he kept saying that he's coming oh, okay. here. Because in that again, in that the That's Through true. the Fire documentary, like you can tell Patino figures it out while Sebastian Telfair is still trying to keep up like the facade. Like Telfair is like, there's my coach Rick Patino, and Patino's like, uh, we need to start recruiting some more guards because I got a thin feeling Sebastian's not going to be here. <laughs> he realized it very too late. It was like late. watching the draft scene in Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Rick's like, why don't you sign something here, Sebastian? My oak's as good as my handshake, coach. You're what? How, how's that line go? My oak is as good as my handshake. That's not a lot. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> it's, it's as strong as oak. His word. Oh, his word's as strong yeah. as oak. Okay. Yeah. I give you my word. It's stronger than oak. Take a whiff. See if he's around. <laughs> Texas, I agree with Trevor. The first episode of the Manti Teo doc was not too interesting. There you go. I mean, if you like it, you like it. I just, yeah. I, I don't know. It also does annoy me the hyperbolic of everyone on Twitter. Like, it's the greatest thing ever made until I hey, see something not... in a week and then I think that's the greatest thing ever made. It's not the greatest thing ever made. I think it's, it's definitely... It's cool. I think it's good. I guess, yeah. Texas, I feel like Manti Teo was taken advantage of, but I will never feel sorry for him because he never should have gone along with it for so long. Yes, he was naive, but at some point, that's your fault. If you've never met the person, that's on you. I mean... I mean, I can feel bad for him and still make fun of him, right? But he didn't... I mean, yeah. Because I will. Of, of course he shouldn't have gone along. <laughs> but going along with it, it's not like he was in on it. He he was genuinely, I think, just... An idiot. Yeah, like dumb about the whole thing. Yeah. You can say that. But like, I do feel bad for him. Um, I mean, I can, but I can, I mean, I'm okay to make fun of him and think for, you know, being kind of a dunce with it, but still feel bad, right? For sure. I, I do feel bad for him, but he is a dunce. I mean, I think it's, I think the whole thing is sad. I, I think it's, and I don't understand. Notre Dame owes him a return on Yeah, I don't degree. understand how you can say, like, he was taken advantage of, but I don't feel sorry for him. Like, well, he was taken advantage of. Like, yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't choosing to be misled. He wasn't choosing to be made, like, made into the biggest public fool in, in the country. He was. Is there a difference feeling bad and feeling sorry for somebody? Not necessarily. Because I feel like I can, I feel like I feel bad for him, but I'm not really feeling sorry for him. Like, because he kind of, I mean, well, because I'm just saying, Explain. I feel because like, feeling sorry for him means like he didn't, he, he wasn't, it was out of his control. But this was something he, this wasn't something he just, like, it happened to him once and he, just, he, he let it go. I mean, he kept this on and kept falling for it for months. Correct? Yeah. I mean, years. So at some point you got to start kind of feeling, it's, you, I mean, I don't know. I guess I feel bad for stupidity, but not for his, what happened as much. 
<laughs> Following that logic is like a looking at that video of the Eastern Kentucky the the, the the what do they have like the turnabout where it's like everybody like like if if you if you're trying to like grab food from your dog that you know like bites and like like I feel bad that you've been bitten for doing it but you should have known but I mean at some point you you can't just keep trying to grab the food like in Manton Tail is going constantly just. Falling for this left and but right. But he doesn't know that he's getting bitten. Like, he doesn't know that that's even a possibility. You can say he should have, but he doesn't. <laughs> Again, that's where it's... <laughs> I feel bad. I guess, I just feel more, I guess my, my bad feeling is that he's kind of dumb. I mean... Yeah, I mean, he... I, I think he's... I mean, you said the word naive, which is a nicer version of that, but... No, I don't, I don't think so. I, I think that he... I don't think he's a dumb person. Like, I, he comes off as somebody who's learned from it. I think when he came out of high school... Well, not... He was very naive. Like, he, he grew up in this very strict, conservative, like... The church was everything type. Like, yeah, he didn't like that, do yeah. a whole lot of socializing. He clearly had a lot of just didn't have much social skills. And then he goes across the country to South Bend, Indiana, to like the biggest Catholic school in the world, where there are so few people that he can like really relate to. He forms this online relationship with somebody who he thinks like has all the same values, has the same upbringing. Like you can see how he could get played for a little bit. At some point in time, should he have realized? Of course. Yeah. But he wasn't like you and me. Like he, did, I don't think he like really like grew up with the internet all that much like he just well i didn't grow up with the internet either so. well again but yeah you didn't live in 2000 like like nine i mean he like probably got the internet before i did yeah he did but, <laughs> but again like people were more like catfishing wasn't a thing when the internet first started you, even when you were first learning how to use it you couldn't have gotten got the way that man Teo got got yeah. it's just it's a different time uh texture says unrelated b-ball question okay okay how quickly can we get our freshman forwards bulked up i saw the card chronicle re- recap in fabio's article Six eight and one ninety five. Few. Um, what the hell? Does it? Did someone actually ask a question that didn't involve the word guard? Yeah. Did Did I hear the word forward in there? I saw. <laughs> I forget we have that position. I saw the picture of JJ Trainer where he's looking like he has put on a little bit of weight. Of course, it's one of those where you can't. He's kind of like hunched over, so his shoulders look really big. But I'm sure he, if he stood up, he's gonna go back to looking kind of skinny. <laughs> Angles taken from. <laughs> but we like. I think that you've got you have some guys that have, and it always feels so strange talking about college kids like this in, in these terms but you have some players that have i think acc ready bodies acc ready frames they're they're, they're ready they have the physical stature that they can compete right away yeah. like Sidney curry's there i think roosevelt wheeler's probably there well yeah curry's now yeah he didn't win when he got he here, lost yeah. a lot of weight last yeah. year he's i think he at least assuming he looks the way that he did in early march of last yeah. year he should be ready to go wheeler i think is is ready uh, physically probably yeah yeah brandon I, huntley hatfield should be physically ready to, think to, so, to play yeah. right away Trainer needs to put on weight. Um, I mean, Jalen Withers probably ready. It depends where he wants to play. I mean, if he's going to try to actually be more of a low post, he probably could put on a little bit more. But he wasn't at like two thirty. I mean, he's listening to two thirty, I think, wasn't he? He's a big dude. I mean, two thirty. I mean, that's probably yeah. It's probably about big enough. He just needs to learn how to use that frame. Yeah, that's you're right. He's he has, he's got kind of the Wayne Blackshear thing going on. Where, you put when, on he gets, any... when he gets contact, he goes flying and he doesn't finish, and he's not going to get that call because he's so big. You got to finish through the contact. I mean, which I guess, Wayne figured out the last three weeks of his senior season. <laughs> and Wayne was never. Well, I guess Wayne by the end of this year was about two thirty probably. He was always bulky. Yeah, he was. He was when he got here. He was probably like two fifteen. He probably remember, put on about fifteen pounds over the well, years. Well, we remember the Fat Wayne era where Patino was like, he's got to stop drinking two percent milk. He's got. And Wayne was like, I can't do it. I'm not going to stop. Oh man, I love two percent milk. We'll just put some chocolate syrup in that thing. Oh man. That's, again, you're not playing for U of L, so that's fine. But. <laughs> For everybody else. I'm 6'3". I could be a guard, right? <laughs> Texas quote, that doesn't move my needle, TK. Nope. Needle did not move. Yeah. It stayed put. Texas, it was a very good movie. They never hook up. I'm talking about, well, yes, they do. Licorice pizza. Pe- apparently, I'm the only one that, that gritted the teeth long enough to get to the ending there, Texter. 
Because <laughs> I mean, spoiler. <laughs> Texas says, uh, freshman year, 2006, Trinity versus Saint X. I painted up for the most. I painted up for most of the big important games through those four years. This was my participation in a high school sport. We asked for your glory day story. He sent a picture of himself painted up. It looks, nice. like, it looks like he painted on boobs that were green and white on his chest. Well done. My glory day was putting the W on the Trinity Rock my freshman year, I guess. You did it. You showed him. <laughs> then we got beat 21 nothing. Texas <laughs> the last game ever against Trinity. <laughs> Texas says Sebastian gaslit us. Yeah, gas, is it, gaslighting is closer than... I don't think it's any of those things. Well, so, what's, so gaslighting is saying you're going to be somewhere and just no-showing? No, that's ghosting. Ghosting is like just ignoring somebody, just turning it off. Gaslighting is like when you convince somebody that they did or are to blame for something that they didn't actually do. Like when you're like, remember you did that? Like, you know, you, you did that was crazy when you did that thing or when you said that thing. That's that's Or telling them like your memory's wrong, like it's all in your head, whatever. That's gaslighting. I don't think to, I don't Telfair just Telfair's not denying these things though, is we he? We don't need to create a new term for what Sebastian Telfair did. He just lied he to us. He Telfaired us. He just he just he misled us. Can we give him his own term? He Telfaired us. He Telfaired us. We've turned him into a, 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 a noun now. He Telfaired us. Actually, Telfaired us. He screwed the whole program. Start to the top. We don't get Andre McGee if Sebastian Telfair is just open and honest. Got this rant again. <laughs> He's to blame. Um, Texas says though this is a. <laughs> this is a KRC text? It's a KRC text. <laughs> Why? Is it just, does it end with Barnard sucks? It's a tweet about... It's a, I don't even know what to say. It's a tweet about a professor who studies housing discrimination that says it happened to him. And he's like, part of my white privilege is I never have to worry about it. It's like this whole thing. You ever see the tweet? And then this guy just goes, TJ? Because <laughs> <laughs> TJ sells houses, right? <laughs> he's, he's in real estate from what I hear. <laughs> the, you have to see the tweet. It's very funny. I'll look it up. Um, I guess they talked about TJ's job a lot today because all the texts that I'm seeing from TJ wasn't the on the show today. Maybe they were just making fun of TJ for his job. I don't know. Because I know Nick, Nick, because when I saw Scoots last night getting ready for him to do his high school coverage on uh, 94.7 tonight, uh, 94.7. Nice. Um, he was talking about how he was like, we got to get, he was, he's like, we got to wrap this up. I got to get home and watch the Man Tateo thing. Because Nick watched it and he he loves it and he wants to talk about it tomorrow, and that's why I kind of went home. I was like, I might. That's what. That's why I, I thought I'd give it a shot when I got home, and of course it didn't. Uh, the shot missed and bricked completely, failed. But uh, so I, I know I knew they were talking about that, but I know TJ was out today, so I don't know why they were talking about his job so much. All right there. He's, he's on a bachelor party vacation. Oh, missed those. I don't know how many more friends he's got that could be getting married? I mean, yeah. Lord. The last one that I had been like, since I've known him, he's been like the twelve of them. I told you, like, you have that period of time, like, you're going to one, I feel like we had, like, five a summer, and then, like, the last one that I went to, I realized I had, like, one friend left who wasn't, hadn't been married yet, and I'm like, this is, this is the last ride for a while. This is a, so I ended up going to my, Danny, uh, his little brother, went to his bachelor party in Denver, it was the last one that I went to. Well, if I ever get married, you'll get invited. I, I need, I, I miss him. I need one more. The last one that we went to, though, besides our, like, my little brother's friend, um, was, like, we all were kind of old. It wasn't like the bachelor parties we had when we were 25, 26, 27. Like, by the second night, oh, we're, man. like, just hanging out, and we're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> a little tired. A little more tired than we were used to being yeah. at midnight. My bachelor party now will probably be just as boring as it comes. We'll I watch mean, Unnecessary Roughness. We'll probably, we'll probably just, just, just <laughs> probably Madden, some balls rolling around, maybe. That's fine to me. Yeah, just, just having, yeah. Maybe if, if, if there is entertainment, she's coming to my house. I'm, I'm just having to You're not working for anything. <laughs> Texas, why isn't Louisville in on Keontae Johnson? I don't know. Uh, it's a you'd think he'd be somebody that we would have. I don't know if we made an attempt. 
Um, Why do I not know, know that name? It doesn't sound familiar. He's the Florida transfer. He's the, I guess. Oh yeah, they got they had the health issues. Passed out on the court. Yeah. Most well known for that a couple of years ago. Name. People, you know, were worried about him. He played. I think he only played like four games after he came back yeah. from that. So he has not played hardly at all since the since like the 2020 season. Um, but he's down to four schools: um, Memphis, Nebraska, Kansas State, and Western Kentucky. So we'll see. Interesting. He's he's a guard, six foot five. Yeah, I mean, is he going to be okay to play? It sounds like it. it. Sounds like he's been medically cleared, so we'll see. I'd be a little. I'd still be a little scared if I had to bring him in. Just I would. I, I guess too. I mean, I, I guess you. You know, everybody I mean, goes through the same protocol now. But I mean, you don't want to end up like you know Paul Westhead or anything. You don't want that scenario. You don't want that stamp. Yeah, I mean, nowadays though, you have so much. You have to clear so many medical bars to to, to compete, especially right Which now. Is good, you should. Yeah, I mean, we don't need another gather situation. No, it was, but that was yeah, it was scary. But he's ready to play. Apparently, he's got one more season of eligibility left. And not to be a downer, but I, I saw you retweet this, and I saw it on Twitter. But for some reason, I just never got around to clicking on it. What happened with Dawson's Knox's little brother? Did he just he died? I mean, was it a car wreck or something? They haven't said. They, 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 there's no okay. There's no no cause. They just uh, said that he was. Yeah, he's 22 years old. He transferred from Ole Miss to Florida International this year. Oh, did he? Okay. And I, yeah, I saw Momo Sonogo, who played with him at Ole Miss, mm-hmm. retweeted like, you know, love you, man. I saw you that. But they haven't, to, to my knowledge, at least. I don't know if okay. that's changed. Um, I saw the headline. Exactly what happened. Didn't I? Just I, I was meant to click on it just to see. I, I guess I assumed possible, you know, a car accident or something. You, you know. They said it was he. No foul play was what they said. He got rushed to the hospital and oh, died could, there. Wow. So, yeah. That's you unfortunate. Don't, yeah, you don't know. It's insane. Yeah. No, no, no. But it, I'm sure we'll find out eventually, but yeah. Yeah, unless they've updated it. I have not heard called. Oh. That was, yeah, he's 22 years old. Super sad. That's way, 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 way too young. young. Uh, we'll take a break when we come back. Uh, I'll get to this football news that I, I teased there and we did not get to. Also, an r- update on a recruiting note that we got to yesterday. What's up with these twins? Uh, we'll, and twins and twins probably not <laughs> twins unfortunately but we'll get to that coming up in hour number two is the mike rutherford show on a friday here on All right, it's hour number two, the first high school football Friday of the 2022 season. We're rolling on here for another couple hours. 
And then again, a reminder, we'll have Stanek versus Owensboro right here on the Big X when kickoff happens at 730. We'll have Trinity versus Carmel on our sister station, WGTK 970, also the home of Cardinal Athletics coming up this fall. We're hearing from you on the Thornton Sex Line at 502-414-1450. Reminding you also about our friends over at Shady Rays, ShadyRays.com. They've still got sunglasses. It's still going to be bright for another couple months out there. The sun doesn't just go away when football gets here. It's going to be bright and sunny out there through September, through a lot of October, and then sometimes, you know, you need sunglasses in November and December as well. It's never a bad time to hit up ShadyRays.com. And when you do, when you pick your selections, make sure you use the promo code BIGX. It's going to save you 15% at checkout. We love Shady Rays for a number of reasons. We love the replacement offer that they have. If something happens to your sunglasses in the first 30 days, they're going to replace them. And we love the fact that they donate a portion of every purchase to Feed the Hungry in America. ShadyRays.com, promo code BIGX. ShadyRays is sponsored by Sanix Football Night. Is it? I believe they're, they're the Shady Rays alums are part of the the. The owners of Shady Rays. I think Shady Ray is actually the guy who set up my recruiting visit for Stanex back in the day, too. So that was... <laughs> no, I'm just, no, just some guy that they called Shady Ray. Uh, you said... So I, I'm going to ask you, so you said Trinity's playing Carmel. Is that Carmel, Indiana, or Carmel, uh, Illinois? Indiana. Indiana, okay. Yeah, they played them the last few years. That's the one where the the kid for, that went to UK played, right? Morgan Newton, I believe. Oh, did he play there? Cause I that wanna, sounds right. I think, because Carmel, I always think Carmel in Indiana is where he played... And Carmel in Illinois and Chicago is where McNabb and Antonio uh, Antoine Walker were teammates at. He did. Morgan did play at Carmel, Indiana. Okay. I'll never forget the. That's how I get them. The, the, I always not to get them confused between the two states and the, the both teams same. Yeah, Morgan Newton was a big time recruit. He did not have success against Louisville back in the day. I think or, he went or over anybody four. else really. To he was matter. not great, but like <laughs> I played in this golf scramble. It was like a because like I was there. I know Matt Jones had like a team there. KS, it was like KSR was involved somehow. It was like in Shelbyville. And That'd like, have been pretty early KSR days too. Yeah, this was probably like 2013, 2014. Oh, um, maybe not that early. Okay. But like Morgan Newton was there, and like I was wearing like a Titleist like U of L hat, and he he like said something. He's like, he's like he's like that hat's a loser hat or something like that, and I wanted so badly to be like, I mean, then, then really? what is, I was like, then what is your hat, Owen for? Like, like you know, <laughs> I was like, but look at you, you could also snap me like a twig. So I'm just going to be like, oh man, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna go play golf. <laughs> Leave me alone. What was the? Can you name the guy? He remembered that 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 was the recruiting class. The, the Kentucky was so hyped on because they had the two four-star quarterbacks. Oh yeah, and the one kid transferred like after like a day of practice. I, yeah, because they 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 chose Morgan Newton because all my friends were like we chose poorly. Well, the other uh, guy ended up being terrible too, didn't he? No, he well he, he exploded in like Division two though. Uh, so he ended up being terrible, right? Well, I mean, it depends. Nowadays, Division two, you get you do that well in D two, you get top five draft pick. Yeah, that's true. Especially if you're North Dakota State, which he was not. Uh, do you remember his name though? I have no idea. I feel like it was like a weird, like kind of Cajun last it's night. It's very long, and I'm probably gonna screw it up. It was Ryan Maskakowski. See, for some reason, I was thinking Ryan Terrio, and I'm like, that's not right. Ryan Maskakowski. Ryan right. Terrio. <laughs> I I knew it was some weird name like that, and I thought it was Ryan. Ryan Masakowski. Terrio. <laughs> Who's Ryan Terrio? Baseball player, right? I don't know. It sounds like yeah, a... he's a baseball player. Is he okay? He plays for the. He used to play for the the Cubs. Okay. Jenna would have known. <laughs> you think I would? I'm the. Have you been around me long enough now? You're mixing up names. I think Jenna's baseball knowledge is, is above yours. He says. Well, prob. Well, that depends. So she can't name. She has no more about the Blue Jays than I do. When it comes to the NL Central. Who, by the way, whooped the Yankees last night? Yeah, yeah. They, they've been. We've been kind of giving Dylan some hell. He's like, we're facing a lot of good pitchers in these next few weeks. We're we're fine. He's like, we own this division. We're just need to get healthy. I'm like, okay. Yeah, he went against uh, Berrios last night, I believe, with the Blue Jays, which means he's got Manoa tonight, I believe. Ooh. 
which is not a good. Manoa's, I think he's two and over as the Yankees this year. Texas said you spend most of your twenties going to and participating in your friends' weddings, then you spend most of your thirties trying to predict which one of them are going to get divorced. <laughs> I've been I've been saying this for a Have while. Have you had any friends divorced yet? Yes, but not like from like my closest circle of guy friends. None of them. Okay. Like I've I've had friends who've gotten divorced, but like they've kind of been. I think actually both of them have been female friends. Um, was it what was? Have you been to a wedding that ended yes. in divorce? Okay. Yes. Multiple. Um, okay, my bad. <laughs> it's fine. They're both. They're all happy. I mean, fifty percent of marriages end in divorce. So I mean, you're bound to have a few of them under your belt, I would assume. But I've been joking for the last several years because I have been like desperate to get back into the bachelor party scene. I'm like, we need like one of y'all needs to just just cut it, to call it quits, so we can do like the second wedding bachelor party. I need a, I need a good wedding to go to. Do I actually have to be getting married to throw a bachelor party? Yeah. I mean, but but I'm a bachelor. I mean, isn't the name itself a bachelor party? I'm a bachelor. I'm gonna throw a party. When you turn four, well, you're already forty. When you turn forty two, actually, yeah. <laughs> when you turn forty five, we'll have a like celebrating forty five. We'll have a, a bachelor, bachelor party. party. We'll do that. <laughs> we'll do it. I want all the cliches too. We're going to. I don't. We don't have to go to Vegas. We can just go to the boat because we're all cheap as well. But I mean, I, I want. I want all the cliches. I. I and I told you, I want as close to the 1982 comedy as I can get. Well, that's going to be tough. There's a lot of outdated stuff. In that. Hard, I haven't seen it. It's going to be hard to find a uh, donkey and all those quaaludes, but okay. It's going to be tough. <laughs> also, probably pay phones. I don't know. I don't know if they were in the movie, but it's going to be tough to find. I'm not dressing that way. No. Oh, come on. <laughs> you won't wear the 80s outfits? Yeah, I probably will. Oh, yeah. I was going to say. Right. I'm surprised they're not cool again by now. A couple football notes to get to. We've got... Uh, Scott Satterfield talked to the media after the team's scrimmage today. The big thing that he discussed was, we, I mean, we've been talking all offseason ever since Jordan Watkins left and Tyler Harrell left and uh, Justin Marshall left. Who's going to step at the, at the wide receiver position? We have a lot of bodies, but we need at least two or three of those to, to really take gigantic strides forward and step up as consistently reliable targets for Malik Cunningham. One of the names we talked about was a, a, a probably the biggest name in the 2022 recruiting class, at least from an offensive standpoint, Devon Mortimer, who Louisville flipped from Florida State the last at the 11th hour, he got into a little bit of legal trouble during the summer, or I guess during the spring. We were just sort of concerned about whether or not he was going to be here or not. Then it sounded like he was going to be here. Scott Satterfield confirms today Devon Mortimer will not play for U of L football this offseason. You had me on the edge there. I'm not going to lie because I had no idea where you were going with this. Okay. Uh, I didn't realize you hadn't seen the news, but yeah. No, I'm like, I'm like, he is, he is in there. No, he's not playing. He was my understanding. I get Randolph on the phone and find out where Mortimer is. My understanding is this isn't a like U of L football decision. My understanding is he was denied entry by U of L. Was not admitted to the school. Do we need to have a talk with our admissions? I mean, between this and Fabio, we need to. I mean, I think we need to start. I mean, we're well, Fabio's to, in. We got it. Yeah, I know, but it took way too long to like. To, we, we, can we just lower our standards slightly? I mean, I don't. I think it would have taken more than slightly to get him on, apparently. But that bad? That bad, apparently. Uh, Satterfield. This was his exact quote. He says he won't be joining us. It's out of our hands a little bit. He's going to move on, probably to a different school. Ooh. We hadn't heard where he's going to go, but we wish him nothing but the best. He was the, according to the court documents that CJ got, he was arrested on a felony battery charge Ooh. in Fort Lauderdale back on February 9th. He initially pleaded uh, not guilty in March, but then amended that plea to no contest on June 10th and got okay. sentenced to a year of probation. So, so that, but that was. So, I'm not sure if that's the the only reason why he wasn't given has, admittance. There has to be something. I'm not else. sure if it was an academic deal, but he was. I mean, he was a four-star prospect, number 337 overall prospect in that class, um, the highest ranked of Louisville's three wide receivers last year. So 
he would have had a chance to see the field immediately. But I think we've got we did well enough in the transfer portal. I love what I'm hearing about Tyler Hudson. I love what I'm hearing about D. Wiggins. I feel good about us in that position. We probably didn't need Devon Mortimer right away. Also, he was he kind of fits the profile of some other guys we had. Short slot, five nine, one sixty. You're going to address. Yeah, but the more guys we have like that, the better chance we sure. have one of them being good. But then also, look if you're looking ahead towards not just this year, because I don't know if he would have even gotten eligible like a week from now and been late on fall camp. How much is he really going to help you right off the bat? And then next year we've got like three of the best wide receivers in the country coming in already. So and they all, a couple of them, are that same type of build. So and one is listed as a tight end, but we would probably play wide receivers. Well, we, he's not committed, so we. I know, but we, he's a possibility. We're still competing. So, yeah, for yeah. Him. We're still competing. But Devon Mortimer will not be a member of the team this year. <laughs> there's got to be. Uh, I'm I'm assuming there's more to that than just the story that we know that's public. But not that that's a bad, not a good thing, obviously. But a felony battery is not a, not not a small. Yeah, deal. but I mean, he's already been cleared of it. I mean, so. Well, not cleared. He pled guilty. And he's on the probation. Yeah. Yeah. So people make mistakes. That's different. Um, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with Devon Mortimer. My guess is, according to Satterfield's comments, he's he's, he's not coming here. Yeah, the know. other, I mean, keeping that sucks because he's one of the few names I remembered. Yeah, I mean, do you can you name any of us from that last year's class that that we brought in? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the Miami kid. It's Wiggins, right? Well, that's a transfer incoming freshman. Oh, um, you're not a recruiting guy. No. Yeah. Say the names that may spring a bell. The Mortimer was just remember just because they're trading places. <laughs> the only reason I remembered his name. <laughs> uh, the other news we have to get to today. I mean, if you give me somebody else with a movie reference, I'm I'm I'm, I'm on it. Mortimer Mouse. <laughs> we talked about this just yesterday, and it, this is this is bad timing for us because the news broke like right off the air that kind of, I guess, went entirely against the report that we read. We read that report from Kane's Insider, basically saying like the Washington Twins they're going to visit Louisville. There, it's a realistic. Robbie the wide receiver and Bobby the linebacker. Exactly, you're gonna feel mad that you spent time learning that because oh, bastards. <laughs> because right after the, I guess their team's practice last night, Bobby, the one that you said you had a brilliant plan, we go after Bobby. Mm-hmm. He's the the less heralded. They both want to play together, so we just we focus on Bobby. Robbie's gonna come regardless. We make him feel like he's a priority. He flips from Miami. Well, Bobby was the one who came after after practice yesterday and talked to the media and said, "We're not going to Louisville. We're not taking a visit there." We're locked in at Miami. Stupid twins. The twins aren't coming. <laughs> two people. Keep half. calm. The twins aren't coming. Two twin. Two two men, half a brain. <laughs> no Washington twins, it sounds like. But uh, yeah, he, they had, like I said, jamboree games. Did you ever jamboree games? I, I don't even know what a jamboree game is. We had jamborees. It was it was like it was basically like the one preseason game you played before football in grade school. And basketball, we had a, one jamboree game. We didn't play football in grade school. I don't know why so. they just didn't call it an exhibition game, but. Yeah. Jamboree. But they have, apparently Miami football, they have the same thing. They played Cardinal Gibbons, um, or Cardinal Gibbons played Chaminade in a Jamboree game, and then he said, we're not going to, to Louisville. Yeah, well, I'm guessing that... Have fun down in Miami. The Ruiz which, guy got to him. As I say that out loud, it probably you probably will have fun in Miami. But, I was going to say, you act like yeah, that's an impossible thing. Yeah, have enjoy, fun in Miami. Enjoy your time in South Beach. You're never going to the balloon glow. You're never going to you ever see some balloons glow? <laughs> Enjoy those jet skis and yachts. Good luck finding a, 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 a rowboat to get on. Hey, we're giving our players jets. Yeah. Yeah. You ever flying around the Ohio? Get out of my face. <laughs> like the Atlantic Ocean has anything on the on the Ohio River. It's gorgeous. It's hey, gorgeous this time of year. Uh, <laughs> the sun beats off the brown. It's just so <laughs> we also need to give a, a quick shout out. I mentioned yesterday the official start of the 2022-2023 U of Athletics season was going down tomorrow, last night yeah. uh, at Lynn Stadium. 
Louisville gets it done. Women's soccer team comes out, blasts the UIC Flames 3-0 last night. 1-0 across the board. Undefeated season for the Cardinals still intact. U-N-I-T-Y. Just U-I-C. I know. <laughs> you say it to me, say it to me, say it to me. U-N-I-T-Y. Just U-I-C. Red Song Unity. Blasted them. Of course I remember that song. Okay. <laughs> Blasted them. Can L go undefeated in all sports this year? Yes. That becomes the question. Until we lose to Kentucky. In what? Uh, both. How amazing we go undefeated in everything, but we lose to Kentucky in all sports. We're not, we're, we don't lose to Kentucky in all sports. I know we don't. We haven't, they, haven't, we, they haven't beat us in men's basketball in a, a, a pandemic. I want to say it was in 2002 was the last time we lost to him. Was the Sparks walk play? Jimmy Carter was president the last time UK beat U of L men's basketball. We never lose to them in baseball. We beat them in volleyball the year after they won a national title. We beat them in uh, women's basketball every single year. They didn't beat us in men's basketball. We know that. They haven't beat us in women's basketball since Taft was in office. I mean, one of the, the Grover Cleveland administrations. It's been one, forever. The second one or first one. Probably the first. I can't remember exactly. It's been a long time. It's how long it's been. Uh, but they don't beat us in. They don't beat us in anything, besides football. Yeah, they get lucky in that. And I think they beat us in men's soccer last year. No, they didn't. Probably not. Yeah, Prove it. They don't know. They're, Prove they're, it. They're yes. not going to look at it. I don't know either. What's Robin to say? They didn't. And the only reason I know we lost in softball is because the KRC guys texted us about it. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Talking trash. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> and they blew, they didn't know hit us, didn't they? What? They they, they know oh, yeah, hit Louisville. Yeah, they know hit us in the beast bad. Yeah, it's like it was nothing. Like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was a no Stepping up, Holly. <laughs> we gotta get the softball program going. Um, Texas, I'm, I don't feel confident re- putting that out over the air. It's what? a it's a person who says they have a source within U of L recruiting. It's a very exciting anecdote if it's true, but I don't feel com- I don't it's, I don't feel Is confident. It a message board comment? I don't know, but I can't. I, I'm not gonna say. It. I'm not gonna put that out there into the. The ether. I don't want that attack. Because you know what happens if I say what this text says. Would you like me to read it? No, because no one believes anything I say. But it's still going to be like I heard on Rutherford show. Like every message board is. Yeah, but they'll have an be, asterisk say, "But Trevor said it." No, nobody's going to do that, Trevor. I love you. <laughs> They're not going to do that. It's going to be like I was listening to Rutherford show, and they were saying. So this is this is happening. This is the text. This texture says he has a scoop about a recruit that we're going after. That we're going to get in basketball, football, football. Have we talked about this recruit? I'm yes. Would I be able to remember his name? Well, that's I mean, <laughs> come on. You don't want me to answer that. All right, Texter, we'll put it on the message board and say the Rutherford show denied you. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying it. I'm not, I, I don't. I don't feel. Com- I don't feel comfortable putting it out there. That's I'm not, you, because I, you have completely piqued my curiosity now. You can look at the text line. I mean, I'll tell you off air like who it is. Well, but, I can always like, they're like I've heard like I've heard from my source inside of recruiting. This could be anybody just trying to like make us look stupid. That so. just sounds like something you put on a message board. Exactly, and yeah. I don't feel confident just passing that along. Text says, Mike, I just got engaged. You can come on my, my bachelor party and wedding. I'm in. Done. This is a second texture to because I got remember I had a you false, had the invite to Cincinnati. Well, yeah, but they never came through. They never gave me an address. Yeah. You know how long I was driving around downtown Cincinnati. Yeah. The they guy got, they the, got a lot of they got a lot of chilly places there. The person who texted in that insider information just says, please don't let TK read it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm reading it. Texas I'm how is, it on Facebook tonight. <laughs> Texas says, how has Trevor not made an and twins sounder yet? Well, we don't need it anymore because they're done. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> we got to go find more twins. I mean, I've made plenty of twins movie reference jokes. Texas we beat UK in hockey, so suck it. We did. The only reason I know that is because, which by the way, U of hockey is very good at like 
like sending me stuff like they'll like hey, like hey just so you know like this is happening like keeping me updated what do the hockey sweaters look like for Louisville? they're cool they're but cool. I, I, i'm just picturing them being kind of cool looking they 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 are cool they have like new i feel like they have new sweaters every year but the only reason i remember them beating uk in hockey is because uk made this like elaborate like lengthy highlight video like all the fans going in there like all these highlights and then at the end like you find out that they got beat like 11 to seven or something in hockey. Like the, the, the whole time you're watching this and you're like, damn, they must've won this game like 16 to nothing. And then you realize, Oh, they made this gigantic video for a loss to the arch rival. I mean, let's, Suck it. let's be honest. When you talk about UK hockey, there's only two words. Ashley Judd. Mind. Ashley Judd. Is she Wait. still, is she still UK's most famous fan? I mean, she was barely a fan anyway. I mean, she would show up like she'd show up barely. She'd only show up and jumping on the bandwagon. And the fan base doesn't even like her anymore. Yeah. I mean, I mean she hasn't done a good movie since oh, good Lord. I mean, 20, she's, she's done a, Democrat, Trevor. <laughs> he's he's in the movie Bulwars. Yeah. What's that even word? Socialism. Bulwars is a great movie. <laughs> yeah. It is. It goes a little long, but it's very good. I don't think because well, he does the rapping is the best part. So, so the the only reason this came on my mind is, that's what I was like, She's a, what's that evil word, Ashley? Democrat. She um because <laughs> that big game boomer guy who I hate. Even though he gives me props, like it still despise him. Biting the hand that feeds me, though. You hate the man that loves you. Pretty much. <laughs> like every relationship. Not the first time. That's like every relationship I've been in. So he put out like most famous fan for every fan base, for every uh, athletic program. Okay. And for Kentucky, he just the de facto choice. I feel like has always been Ashley Judd. I don't know if she's like she's not that famous anymore. She's kind of drifted from being a notable fan, but also like they can't claim Drake. Like he has Drake no, is like but, Alabama's most famous fan. No Drake. I mean if Kentucky. Everybody's got Drake. I mean, Louisville is, is is probably Harlow now, right? They have Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, Harlow's. I mean, they're both pretty big. Harlow, Harlow's about to host the VMAs or I whatever. Like one yeah. of the three, yeah. So I mean, that's pretty big. We're all best friends now. Yeah, we're Our buddies. Friend, friend of the program, Jack Harlow. Oh yeah, taking pictures with me, hangs out. Yeah, I'm two just, Louisville legends. And if any ladies want to know, he's my cousin. Um, the I would say Kentucky would be either him or Steve Zahn comes to mind, who weirdly is like a, a huge Kentucky fan. I think he actually does still more famous than Steve Zahn. Is she really? Yeah. 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 I think Jennifer Lawrence Even though he's is more actually, famous than Jack Harlow. Yeah, but, but in the last 20 years, he's been more relevant. He's done way more movies in the last probably 20 years than she has. Yeah, has she done anything so. since Double Jeopardy? Yeah, but nothing good. I mean, and that was... Well, she was Double Jeopardy. Was she's still, I think, recognizable. The issue with the, the Jennifer Lawrence stuff, like her family, I know some of them listen to the show, they might be listening right now, like they are like straight diehard U of L fans. Like, absolute diehards good but jennifer doesn't really care about sports that much well, like they, they get her into it like she comes to games when she's in town and stuff but she's never going to be like as into it as whether you said ashley judge's a bandwagon fan or whatever like she was at least into the games when she got there oh yeah yeah like i don't think jennifer's ever going to be as into it as like you know the rest of her family like they've tried she's U of L fan, but she's not going to be like a diehard. Is there anybody we're forgetting that just wouldn't even be considered? Like we for had Bill Murray and we wasted Bill Murray. Well, Bill Murray doesn't count because Bill Murray <sighs> just goes to wherever his kid is. He's Xavier now. I hate that whatever, we wait. He's One of the biggest what ifs in Louisville athletics history. We wasted Bill Murray. I'm talking, you, know, you ain't lying about that. His kid went to my mom's school. Like they were all like, uh, like they loved. Like she got to see Bill Murray one day when he picked the kid up from school, it's, and we wasted all that. I mean, all those good vibes. I mean, Ali, I guess would have been. He would have I mean, been above both Harlow and Jeff. Probably, Lawrence, clearly. yeah. I can't think of anybody outside those three in Kentucky. I'm drawing a blank. I mean, I'm did I did I? I mean, am I pulling in around the rabbit hole with Steve Zahn as well? I mean, yeah, I think the average like sports fan is not going to. I'm sure the I'm obviously the average movie fan probably didn't know that. if I say that name they're probably like, who and then I'm like I'll name like movies he's been in because he's been in so many like I like Silverman. Steve Zahn. I, I he, do too, but I, I think wish he, he wasn't a UK fan. I think he's one of those guys that you you know his face but you probably don't remember his name. 
I, I think because he's never been, he's not a headline sure. guy. He's always that second or third tier guy in a lot of good movies. Yeah. But he, I mean, other than him, I mean, the text line has somebody that I'm just utterly drawn to. Well, a blank we do on. have text line. Just point this out. We got Master P now. That's true. We do. Master P is no small fish. Well, what about game. the girl from uh, Josie and the Pussycats? Not the movie. But Nicole the Scherzinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was also in uh, I Met Your Mother. Yeah. She, I mean, she hasn't been that relevant in a while. She went to Manual with us. Somebody I knew. She did. Somehow everybody knows that fact. Like, I know. like everybody's like Nicole Scherzinger from Manual. Like it was a very well known. She was very popular for. She had that. Oh, she wasn't friends with the girl I knew, but I mean, I remember knew. that Button song. No. You remember Buttons? I didn't know she was from Louisville until I wa- I saw her in How I Met Your Mother, and I was like, Oh, she's hot. Who is this woman? And I was like, I saw Google. That's when I found out she's from Louisville. Like that's the only reason I knew who she was or found out even the. She was attractive. And then it turns out, then I was saying something to the person I know, and she's like, Oh yeah, she was like a couple years behind she's me or something. Man. Yeah. Um, now we do have because Texter asked Justin Thomas. And here's the th- Ooh, it's, here's the problem with Justin Thomas though. He went to Alabama. And he kind of does the thing where he's like a Louisville basketball fan and an Alabama football no, fan. No, he doesn't count. Because he got asked, um, and if you're wondering for clarity, he got asked before a tournament. They're like, so you went to Alabama. You're from Kentucky. Like we're in the middle of basketball season. Like who? And like he like cuts the guy off. He's like Louisville, Louisville. Like I'm Louisville. He's one of those kids who grew up like a diehard Louisville basketball fan, but wasn't as into football. And then he goes to Bama. They win a national title. They're winning national titles every year. Say, he's like yeah. all Bama football. And like, I don't know if that's just right with me. No. He can't. He can't be the face of your fandom. No. Now, remind me if I'm wrong. Uh, Lawrence didn't stay in high school in Louisville. She left after. She like, left like, after. She went to Camera, if I believe right. She what? She went to Camera, right? She went to Camera, and then she went to Ballard for. Oh, she did go to Ballard. Okay. I think she was there. I think in the middle of like her sophomore year, she did this thing where it's like I'm just I'm like leaving for like a quick like break or whatever to like go to New York. New York, yeah. That's what and I like think all of her friends yeah. kind of knew that she because I dated a girl who was like grew up like really good friends with she her. She used to be on the uh, the. I think her first big break was a show I, used to, I would see on TBS sometimes. The one with Jeff. Uh, no, 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 the other guy was Bill Ingall. Being uh, Bill, Bill Ingall, you're right. It was uh, again. This is how I found it. I'm watching the show. I'm like, who's the cute little teenage girl? Google it up. Look it up. Hey, she's from Louisville. So she did. She was in like, my mom. Was, she was in my mom's class in Story preschool. Stands for a lot of people. And like at my mom's preschool, they had because they all remember Jennifer. Like the Lawrence and all went there. And um, my mom was like, we had two Jennifers in my class that year. We had, like, we called her Calm Jennifer and Crazy Jennifer. So you can guess which one she was. Um, but they had, like, a big watch party with all the teachers that remembered them. I remember, because it was, like, like, that was a huge deal. And the show got canceled. And I remember, like, not hearing, I was like, is Jennifer still doing acting and stuff? Like, is it still going on? And then the next thing I know, like, she's nominated for Best Actress for Winter's Bone. I'm like, oh, she's doing pretty well for herself. I didn't know. I don't. I know that movie. I've never seen it. Though. I haven't seen it either, but she, I knew she got nominated. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, I guess, did she do The Hunger Games before Silver Lining Playbook? Yes. Silver Lining Playbook's, like, one of the few movies I've actually seen her in. It's a good movie. It's okay. I, yeah. I mean, it's all right. I, if it wasn't for the Eagles thing, I probably wouldn't have actually watched it. Even though I do like... I mean, her and Bradley Cooper's performance were good. Just the movie itself was like, yeah. I liked it. Um... What about the uh, what's the guy the writer that used to do all that? That's all used to. Can you say Ballard made me think about Ro, uh Not Roman. Oh my God, I've interviewed the guy multiple times. He went to Ballard too. Um, he used to be on uh, Around the Horn all the time. Bill Plasky. Bill Plasky, thank you. Yes, he's from Louisville. His parents still live over over there off of Norburn, if I remember right. I don't think Bill Plasky belongs to this conversation. <laughs> well, just this how thin I'm getting with what's considered celebrity for Louisville. Okay. <laughs> Texas says, wait till we get uh, Jay Z and Beyonce going to games. I've, I'm so we go right from Plasky to to Jay Z and Beyonce. I mean, you want to know how far down I'm going down the totem pole here? I'm on Bill Pulaski, okay? <laughs> That's where I met. I've heard I've heard not great things about Bill Pulaski. I've had him on. I had him on uh, shows a couple times. He was nice. Now he speaking of the Jay Z and Beyonce stuff, I did meet 
I got to meet Justin Perez at the kickball thing last week. Seems like a very cool dude. Oh, that's the nephew or brother or cousin, aunt, uncle. His parents run parents, the yeah. Rock Nation stuff. I was going to get there eventually. Yeah, his parents run Rock Nation, which is Jay-Z's company. And he seems very cool. He seemed very laid back. Nice. He seemed uh, very happy to be here. It was it was awesome to just like cool. hang out with Pickers Brain. I wanted to be like, so is Jay-Z coming in again? Can you get Beyonce to come to this thing? I, we can't claim Jay-Z, though. I mean, Not yet. Yeah. I mean, you've got to be able to be... Like, you have to have roots in Louisville, whether you've born, raised, lived here. But you've had to live here at some point to be like claim Louisville, right? At least Steve Zahn lives in Kentucky. He, he's got yeah. farms. I mean, at this point, I mean, how long is Katy Perry going to be here doing that damn movie with Orlando? Why do you just live here now? I think. Well, I thought they were just staying here while he was filming a movie. I think he bought a house. And I think they just oh, they did? Yeah. Well, Texas on. UK is John Legend now. Now, they did sign like John Legend's nephew. Did they? I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, like recently. And he like he like put out a tweet saying like, congrats, like go Big Blue or something. So they've, uh, yeah. I like John Legend. I don't like, I didn't like that. I didn't like them having it. I don't think that's, again, you're you're really grasping straws to claim that. Yeah, he's a fan. I mean, like I said, we, you know, I can't remember his name. We had Horace Grant's nephew, play, our son playing football here. Did we claim him? Well, he didn't like, if, he didn't come to any games or anything. No, but he came to, he came to senior day. Did he? Yeah, because I, I remember he was at senior day against Rutgers. I was at that game. Texas, we have Maggie Lawson, and that's again, you're kind of reaching. Maggie, what did I know that name from? She's an actress. She's from. She went to Sacred Heart, I think. The girl who was in um. What is she? In? Who was in Dexter? Was sister in Dexter also went to Sacred Heart. Whose name I can't remember. What did I know the name Maggie Lawson from though? She was. I mean, she's been in a bunch of stuff. She was in Home Improvement. Um, back in the day, like that's the first time I remember her like being on something. She's in Home Improvement. Yeah, she's like was like in an episode, but she's been like in a bunch of TV shows. Okay. Um. What's the name of the girl? Oh, who's... yeah, she's in Psych. Okay, I remember her. Psych. There you go. <laughs> I just remember being on an episode of Home Improvement and being a big deal. She also did an episode of Step by Step and Boy Meets World, apparently. Um, Texas says, Trevor, we were claiming Bill Murray when Luke Murray was coaching here. They can claim John Legend. Yeah, but I'm not allowing them to claim John Legend, though. But we claimed Bill Murray. I don't think we can. I didn't say we were claiming. I didn't really count Bill Murray's claiming either. I think it's fine. I mean, he's, he's going to root for whoever's team, his son came before he got here. He was Xavier. I mean, Jennifer Carpenter was the, the actress in Dexter. That's right. She was the oh. sister. Um, Texter said Bryson Tiller is Lowell's most famous fan. No, he's not more famous than Jack Harlow now. Who's Bryson? Ba- basketball player? No, he's the artist. We've had this discussion before. Okay. He was very big, had a, a big, like the third biggest selling album uh, a few See, years ago. See, he can't count. If I've never heard of him, it doesn't count. I don't, and you... Uh, uh, no, because... You it, don't it, count. No, I do, because if I if it's somebody, at least... But you're not the average person, Trevor. I love you. You're not the average but person. But to be the, the, the best celebrity from the school, you have to be known to the average person. But you're not the average person, is what I'm saying. Uh, you should I love be no, you. You should be known below the average person. I mean, most I mean, I know Maggie know, Lawson. Most people know who Bryson Tiller is. We've had this discussion before. I love you. <laughs> The, the the Trevor test doesn't doesn't hold up here. I swear it's, 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 that's the name of a high school too, isn't it? What? Bryson? Isn't that the name of a high school in Kentucky? I don't think so. There's a big basketball recruit named Bryson Tiller who's out there, and I'm like, if he goes anywhere other than Louisville, what are we doing? We've got to get this kid. Uh, Louisville, he, by the way, has produced produced a decent amount of actors and actresses, have they? Yeah. Huh? Texas has Louisville has Tom Cruise. We do. Plays Saint X. He he wrestled at Saint X. He's not a fan though. He's not a fan. He name dropped us at the. Uh, I remember when he did the speech at the Academy Awards. He name dropped us going to see Jaws in Louisville, 1977. So I grew up with a. He might be listening. He's a UK fan. My guy John Lockhart. I uh, grew up with him. He went to Saint X, played football. But he is like 
first cousins with Tom Cruise. Nice. And so every year for our birth, like he showed up everybody's birthday gifts every year because we would get like on my birthday I got autographed pictures of Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Now he didn't he didn't he wasn't born here. He just he moved. He moved his, here. His family moved to Maryland's middle school, I believe. And he stayed here. He wasn't. He didn't even finish high school here, if I'm not mistaken. I think he, he only, didn't. I think he only did like two years at St. X, and then he moved. Again. I think he started. He's like Jennifer Lawrence. He started doing acting. Yeah. Because, but I, I know we mentioned. So it was late 70s. Because I, like I said, in that I just I don't know why I remember that speech. Because I just remember him name dropping, going to see Jaws at Louisville. Yeah. I'm thinking because that was 70, what 75, roughly, I guess. And Mr. Dinch, my teacher, said he coached against him in, ball, in, in wrestling when he coached wrestling at Fern Creek. Hmm. He tells stories about him. He said people confuse us now. Texas Bill Murray came to a few games. John Legend hasn't done anything yet. Well, they haven't played a game with, with his nephew, to be Bill fair. Bill Murray went to every game, didn't he? No, he didn't go to every game. Oh, I thought he was at almost all of them. He, for, he, he would come when, like, during the holidays, I feel like he would come in town and he'd go to those games. But for the mm. most part, he was only at big games. Oh, okay. Because remember, we had that thing where, like, we lost, like, the first five games that he came to. It <laughs> was, like, the curse of Bill Murray. <laughs> so we needed him to come to, like, a crap game. And he finally came to one where it was, like, I think he was in town because they were going to spend Thanksgiving here. And, like, we played, I don't know, like, you know, Idaho or somebody. And we won. We're like, okay, we just need a curse breaker. And finally we got there. Curse breaker. But, he, I mean, we had one NCAA tournament game with Bill Murray in the crowd. And we lost to Minnesota handily. Awful. <sighs> of all the things that we wasted the last four years, that was the worst. Luke, he's a, We should have made Luke the coach instead of Chris. He's UConn now, right? He's at UConn. Luke, yeah. They're doing pretty well. God, if we had, And that's the other thing, too. If we, if we hadn't fired Luke Murray after that year, if he'd been the one coach that we'd held on to, and I love Mike Pekis. But we could have had interim head coach Luke Murray with Bill Murray at every game going oh, nuts. And what if Luke Murray killed it? With Bill Murray, is Bill Murray still relevant enough to kids for recruiting advantage? Ah, uh, certain, probably not. But I don't care. He's I mean, the cool, he's, he's the coolest person alive. I mean, if anything, but it's better though. I mean, does he help more the fact that he's the kids' parents know him and they're like, "You're going to that school." <laughs> yeah, but Dad, Caddy I want, Jack. I want to go to Nebraska. I don't care what you quote Nebraska. You'll go to Louisville and like it. <laughs> we're probably he's probably getting like to the point where it's like grandparents. <laughs> we need some legal guardians that are the big, last, big Ghostbusters fans. When was I mean other than just the the recent aftermath Ghostbusters with the cameo of Bill Murray? When was when was Bill Murray's last like Groundhog Day? No, he I mean, he was nominated for uh, what's the movie with Scarlett Johansson? Oh, um, uh, Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation. Yeah. yeah. He, what do you think he whispered in his ear? You're going to Louisville to find out. <laughs> it's Roger Moore. I want more Roger Moore. I, I did, like, that movie bunch, never did for me. He did a bunch of like indie movies too. He like, has done a lot Broken of flowers, life, like, aquatic or something. Yeah. Him and uh, what's the well, director? Not indie, but Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. He pretty much just does whatever Wes Anderson wants now. Yeah. I love Bill Murray. I like Bill Murray. I'm not a big Wes Anderson fan though. I, I'm kind of surprised. I, feel, I know he's quirky, but I feel like you would have liked a few of those movies. I guess I don't know if I've seen any of the ones he does. Well, I know. Because have you ever seen Roll of Tenenbaums? I've tried. Well, I try. I'm, oh. I will. You know what? That's one I will give it another shot. Because I want to say I watched it like when it first came out, and maybe it was an age thing. Because I've had the same thing with Mount Rushmore that he's in, and I think that's Wes Anderson as it's well. Just, just Rushmore. Is it just Rushmore? Yeah. Okay. And that was one I watched. I mean, when it first came out, I watched it, and I thought, this is just dumb. I wasn't a big Rushmore fan. I and, lo- it's fine. But I was also, like, what, 16 when it came out, so maybe it's just, maybe I should watch it now, and maybe I'll appreciate it differently. Maybe. But, so, I will, because there's some movies like that I've, I've thought about where I saw them, and I'm like, I was, you know, in my teens, and it just you shouldn't be in your teens and maybe watching certain movies. I agree with that, for sure. Texas, I think Donovan Mitchell would actually be our biggest fan. He still reps our gear. Is Donovan Mitchell more famous than Jack Harlow? Yeah, but in this case, we need we're talking celebrities. I don't think alumni, a former like player. players count. Yeah, because Lamar would be up there too. Yeah, if that's the case. You'd say Lamar. I mean, you could still claim Johnny Unitas technically, if that's I mean to a degree. 
Texas that I heard Carmel is bringing in special guest referee Fred Calgill for its game against. <laughs> now I believe that game's actually in Indiana, so it's not. What if a, they bring him in just to be like the the team captain or something. Like what if what if he did this? Okay, if I'm saying hold that, on, I do this. Hold on. this is free advice. This is free advice that I'm putting out there. So when my senior year of high school. We got completely showed up. We, like, every, like they do a pep rally for Pride Week every single year when before you're playing the Spanish Trinity game. Okay. They act like it's for all the fall sports, but really it's like we don't have a spring sports pep rally. We just have one pep rally a year, and it just so happens to be the day before the Trinity State X game. But like our senior no year, no coincidence there. Yeah, our senior year we had like a priest getting people hyped up, and like our strength coach getting people hyped up, and Spanx brought in the damn Big Show, who was in town doing OVW stuff for their yep. pep rally. If Sanex wants to get the better of Trinity, and I'll give free advice now got him. because we've got Sanex on our airwaves. Sanex, the Big X is the home of Sanex now. You bring Fred Calgill out at the pep rally. I'll do it. You bring him out like, as the special that would guest. Be hilarious. And he just like goes nuts. <laughs> I mean, that's how you win. <laughs> I don't know about the players' intimidation, but the fans will definitely be pissed. <laughs> I mean, I'd be I'd be going crazy. You bring him out as like special guest captain. He like walks to midfield for the coin toss. Do you, uh, the big show, I've always had a negative slightly towards him because he, you mentioned him, I got to meet him in the mall and I knew somebody that actually was, uh, hanging, air quote, hanging out with him. This young lady was who told me some stories, but, uh, you've told us before. Yeah. Um, it's true. And like the thing I think I mentioned is like, he was here because he had some issues with some, 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 uh, pharmaceutical stuff. That's why he was sent back down to Louisville in training. And he said in post interviews that the thing that keeps him clean the most is never having to come back to Louisville. Yeah, you, yeah. Exactly. And I was like, so that always kind of it, it sticks with me a little bit. What like, happens when you go to Saint X pep rallies? <laughs> now I'm curious how he got to go to Saint X because I, I saw him in the mall a few times and I'm like, what does he have connection to Saint X? I wonder. Terry says Trevor is getting Bryson Tiller and Brian Station confused. Yeah, that's it. Brian Station. I, I literally talked about Brian Station in the first hour. Maybe that's why I was in my head. Yeah, because that's where uh, Eric Shelton went. Yeah. Uh, Texas says JLL rocks. JLL does rock. She's cool. Texas you, you, Saint Marshall's uh, Saint Mary's most famous uh, alum is Marshall Ali. He played basketball there. Who's that? Marshall Ali, the guy who won Best Actor a couple years ago. At the yeah, Oscars. he went by a different name when he was uh, in college. And he was good. Like he, he was, was a decent. good player. I don't know Mary's. if he was good. I think he was a backup, wasn't he? He was a backup, but he averaged like almost double figures. Which is are you for, sure about that? Yeah. I thought I looked it up because because his name in college was something different. Regardless, yeah, he was a. He I know he played Division One basketball. You're right. I know is, that you're right. Which is more than I think most people can say I, for who are big time actors. I don't even know how to spell his name on a Google search. I'm sure you can find it. Yeah, he played in the '90s. Okay. I'm just googling Marsh Ali and it comes up. <laughs> I mean, we don't need to look up his stats. We can keep doing. Can off. you spell his original name? Mahershala. Yeah, no, the that's the shorter version. Oh God, it's longer than that. <laughs> yes, that's actually half of his name. What's his What's his real name? Mahershala Hasbaz. Okay, yeah, I can't. <laughs> you can't spell it. I can. Barely... I can. Can I guess? I can't even pronounce yeah. it. <laughs> can I guess Mahershala? You have it in front of you? Yeah, I'm looking right at his Wikipedia. Okay, yeah. I like doing this. M A. Am I? Is that right? I haven't stopped you yet. Okay. You're in the second letter in your question. Well, I don't know if it's M-A or M-E. M-A, yeah. M-A-H-E-R-S-H-E-S-H-A-L-A. Are you going to go to the mall later? Damn. It's two A's. S-H-A-L-A. That's correct. Yeah. Now, do you want to finish it? I No, because I don't even remember what you said. You would go after that second A, it would be L-H-A-S-H-B-A-Z. 
It's too much. Too long. You should get more points for that in the SAT for spelling your name right. You should. Texas, let's lock up Diane Sawyer. Get her season tickets. Oh, let's yeah. That's... Really attract fans and recruits. I mean, Sawyer's... But that's still pretty famous, right? I, I, You know what? I love the idea. Here's how we're locking up. Here's how we're keeping the, the football recruiting going. You can talk about Pierce Clarkson. You can talk about balloon glows. You can talk about giving the players jets. There's a prospect out there who's a big fan of cable news and a big fan of journalistic integrity and maybe <laughs> saw Diane Sawyer in some sort of... What she was she was featured in a documentary where she got criticism for an interview. I think it was the one that she did of like Britney Spears. Regardless, they may have seen her in some sort of documentary. There's one kid out there that we could get to go to Louisville because of Diane Sawyer. I mean, I would think at least one, right? Let's lock it up. Seneca High School's finest. By the way, because <laughs> I knew I, I was right about this. It, he didn't play se- much. Senior year, he averaged seven points a game. Yeah, that's about. To, I said it close to ten. And playing in only, uh, he did start 14 games. He, by the way, it, when he was there, his name was. Uh, he went by Herschel Gilmore. Herschel Gilmore. Gilmore is his real uh, given last name. His, okay. His, his, uh, I want to say Christian because that would be wrong. Um, but, yeah, he did play four <laughs> years there, and that was his career highlight. He, before that, it was one point a game, two a game, three a game, and seven a game. So I, I still say pretty good. It wasn't like he was just on the team. No, he played 17 minutes his senior year. That was the 96 team that uh, went played for Ernie Kent. There you go. Went 12. And, I didn't know Ernie Kent was at St. Mary's. Can we get now? We have Josh Jameson. We have... Um, also, Kenny Payne, who coached with Ernie Kent. Can we get Marshall Lee on the Louisville bandwagon? Can, I mean, we, can we claim him? Is he still he's still popular, right? Yeah. I know he had that really like, two-year run where he was doing like Luke Cage, he did Moonlight, he did Green Book. He was he was top of the world for about two years, and then now he's kind of faded away a little bit. Well, he's so. still doing – he did some Marvel stuff. Oh, he did? Okay, well, that's probably why I wouldn't know. Moon, uh, Green Book and Moonlight are both really good movies, by the way. I never saw Green Book. I saw Moonlight. Green Book's really good. I watched Moonlight on a flight, and I was very concerned about the people that could see what I was watching <laughs> at certain points. Yeah. yeah, it's not good to watch. I've watched a movie with nudity on it on flights, and you're like... It's like, like I was also in an aisle seat. Like my TV was like kind of out there. And like as it was happening, I kind of was like trying to like tilt it and just like like lean up as much as I could. I mean, if it if it's making if it makes me feel awkward, you know, it makes a normal person feel awkward. Yeah, I was like, I don't. I was like, I was like, don't judge me, person behind me. <laughs> the movie I watched was some weird movie, it's a classy film, and it had like all full frontal and both male and female nudity in it. And I was like, it was a movie I'd never seen. I just wanted, I was testing it out because my dummy was good. And it wasn't. And the whole time, I'm just like thinking, yeah, the people around me are like, what are these people watching? The text line is very quickly letting us know that apparently Mahershala Ali is still a big deal because he's going to be the new Blade. Oh, is he? Okay. Which is a big, you know. I guess it's not that brand. big. I didn't know they were doing Blade. Oh, they're always doing Blade. Um, Texture says Louisville has Master P now. He's lived yeah. here for the last 12 years, which, again. you new, We can claim Master P. News to me. Not like New Orleans basketball is that big anyway. I remember going to the NCAA game versus Minnesota with the villains. Bill Murray sat right by us, and I remember thinking, man, it's going to be so cool having Bill Murray at all of our tournament games. Well, <laughs> well, technically you weren't lying. <laughs> he was. like The only reason I got so excited about it is he was such a fixture. Every time Xavier made a run, like he was so into the games. They kept showing him. Like When Xavier lost the game against Wisconsin, Wisconsin did the two back-to-back threes, Like his face, like he was just crushed, and they just kept showing Bill Murray. And I'm like, that's going to be us. Like We're going to get Bill Murray reaction shots throughout the NCAA tournament. And as it turns out, not so much. We got one game, and it was like the worst NCAA tournament game we've had in a long time. I mean, the texture's right. He was at all these tournament games. He was. He's at one. He's <laughs> only got one. Texas bring in Diane Sawyer to replace Sully. <laughs> Did Diane Sawyer go to Louisville, or is she just from Louisville? She's from Louisville. She went to Seneca High School. I don't I don't know if she went to U of L or she not. She went to Seneca, really? Yeah. 
Like I didn't even know Diane Sawyer was actually from Louisville until she got she got on her face on the building. Is Diane Sawyer more famous than Wes Unseld? Seneca's finest. Who do, who is it? I mean, that just depends on who you're asking. I feel like it's probably Wes Unseld. Yeah, but because most people like associate Wes Unseld with being with Louisville, from Louisville more than Diane Sawyer, but more people probably know who Diane Sawyer's name is more than than Wes Unseld. You think? Depends on again. If you're going to the mall and doing like a Family Feud survey, you're probably gonna get more Diane Sawyer refer- known than. You well, as long right. as you don't do it in Louisville. If you go to Louisville and do it, you'll get probably West Unsel as much. But you go to like Minneapolis and ask a hundred people in the the Mall of America. I think Diane Sawyer's name will probably get recognized more. You might be right. You're probably right. She was named a Disney legend in 2019. She, she was named a Disney legend. She's actually from Glasgow. Not. She's not from Louisville. I guess she was born in Glasgow, then moved to Louisville. No, oh, I got pulled over in Glasgow for being on my cell phone. This was in like 2000. This is when I was living down in uh, Western. My my buddy lived in Glasgow. I was going to get something, going to his house for a minute, and uh, I got pulled over for being on my cell phone. I didn't know it was. A, I never knew there was a hands-free law at that point. Ridiculous. Texas, we had Papa. Here's the thing about the because the the Papa was pretty famous though too. That's he was. He still is yeah, to, well, to a degree. More yeah. infamous than famous. True. The, <laughs> That's a good point. One narrative, and I'm fine with it being perpetuated because it makes it made them look bad at the time. But the narrative that like Papa turned heel on Louisville and like just became a Kentucky fan. <laughs> like he's a wrestling term. He went to games at both places for a long time. Like he like this wasn't a new thing. Like he would go to games at Rupp Arena, wear blue, and like be a UK fan. Like there were buildings at Kentucky that still are named like for Papa John that he had named like had done like the early 2000s. Well, he so was, it wasn't like when we took his name off the stadium, he became like a, he flipped from U of L to UK. He was always playing the middle of the road. I mean, for the record, he was actually from Jeffersonville, Indiana though. I'm He's like, from Indiana. Yeah. And he just went to Louisville because he went to Jeffersonville high school, I believe. And spent, I know he spent some time in Chicago too. After Did he? Okay. college. Cause I just know the, the, the plot, I guess, I don't know where it is, but I've I read somewhere where like the, uh, the strip mall, like they had the first Papa John also had the first rallies in it. Because rallies is based here in Louisville. I knew that. And uh, so, ironically, Texas Roadhouse is from right in Southern Indiana. The first ever Texas Roadhouse is in the Green Tree Mall. Where do you think Papa John went to college? Here's a hint. It's an Indiana college. IUS? No. Uh, oh, it's in the, you know, so it's Indiana, and it's you're just saying in general the state of Indiana? It's a college in the state of Indiana. Ooey Pooey. Not Ooey Pooey, which is now no longer Ooey Pooey. I hate what do you mean? They just changed the name. It's changed it to what? It's now like IU Indianapolis. No, it's not. Yeah, I know. It's always going to be Ooey Pooey. No, it's going to be Ooey Pooey. I refuse to you, acknowledge you it. Can, you can call yourself all you want. You're Ooey Pooey, people. Papa John went to Ball State. So he was always a Cardinal at Harvard. Oh, David Letterman. Um, and then he, I guess, located in Louisville. I think it was the first place he launched his stores and then became a UK fan. I wonder if Letterman still gives out the uh, Letterman scholarship to C students in high school. I don't know. He used to give out a scholarship to anybody. He kind of like the George Costanza thing. He'd give out a C student, C student a degree. Texas, it could have been, biggest fan could have been Tupac. You, that picture of him wearing the shirt, the Louisville shirt. Don't remember that. I'll show it to you right here. Um, uh, I don't remember that picture. It's, it's cool it, sharp. But... It circulates every now and then, but I don't think he was ever a fan. It's like Kentucky claiming Adam Sandler because he wore that Kentucky shirt and funny people. Texas says, <laughs> my God, speaking of, Adam Sandler owes us that upset by the Mud Dogs over Louisville. Oh. Not related, but somehow <laughs> just came up. Only bad part of that entire movie. Remember that time against Louisville, he ran through the guy in the crowd. Because you get like they do have the, the score comes up like when they do like the newspaper headlines. Mm-hmm. They but beat, then they, they mention it. Yeah, and then they mention it again at the, at the end. 
Texas is a special day at the stadium. Sawyer and J-Lo co-host a pregame TV show down on the field. JT is the sideline reporter. <laughs> Maggie Lawson and Jennifer Carpenter do player interviews. Cruz parachutes in and lands at midfield, delivers the game ball. And Harlow Tiller and Master P are guest DJs. And also My Morning Jacket does the halftime show. That is the best. And the Villabillies. That is awesome. Get down, click. Bring them back. I mean, Reunion. If that is not the biggest recruiting weekend of the of our of little school history. I don't know what is. Out of those twelve people, how many recruits? How many could the recruits like recognize? Three. Because I don't think that recruits can recognize Master P. No, they won't. He wasn't one. I mean, the, Jenna and like my, our babysitter at the house was like, I have never heard of that person. The, and the Jenna only, was like, I've heard my dad talk about. The only ones they would be recognized by recruits or younger would be Harlow, Lawrence, and. Maybe my morning jacket. Bryson Tiller, they would know. Yeah, uh, yeah, they probably would since I don't. And then like you'd have like the punter would be like, yeah, I love my morning jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Waking up feeling. Everybody else is like, get get Harlow back here. Somebody shut that kicker up. <laughs> like the backup. I can see the lineman being into the, to, to my morning jacket. Maybe the center. <laughs> Texas, can we bring Code Red back to prominence? Oh, come on. Code Red, baby. There ain't nobody hot as us up in the spot, running through your city, tearing oh, my up mind the goes block. To, my mind went to Mountain Dew right away. Oh, they're talking about the Code Red, the UFL rap group. Oh, my mind went right to Mountain Dew. Did they get did they, did they disband because Mountain Dew sued them over the name? No. Which Code one was Red, first? Baby. Louisville, baby. I'm sure Mountain Dew Code Red was first. <laughs> it's still around, by the way, amazingly. We played. We went to North Carolina. We tailgated for the game, and like it was Charlie's first year, 2011. Our second year, 2011, we went to North Carolina. We played. It was Teddy's. It was like the first game he started, and we played that song like just constantly around these obnoxious stories. And then we know that it's a terrible song, but we're like, you know what? We're gonna piss these people off so much. It's gonna be great. Like all these, we're tailgating. North Carolina has all these like little lots that are just surrounded by trees. If it feels like your own little private party, and we were the only U of L fans there, and we just blasted that song and played obnoxious drinking games, and then went and watched our team not score a point for the first. I don't know, 59 minutes and 31 seconds of that game. We scored a touchdown with like 30 seconds to go and lost 14 to 7. It was bad. And you really, when they were playing North Carolina, throw your hands up. They weren't cool enough to do up. that. They weren't cool. I don't even know if that was around by the it was, it had, it had been yeah, around. It was Petey Pablo. Was, yeah. I was in high school when Petey Pablo came. I was, okay. Had the album. <laughs> Good for you. Got stolen out of my car. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Texas, how embarrassing was it to lose to Richard and Max's first tourney? I mean, it wasn't great. Richard, what? Richard Patino. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Now there's been yeah. the the only thing worse would be losing to Papa Patino. Yeah, I mean, I personally, I I, I love Richard. I think he's awesome. I mean, you know, I have, did not want to lose it to him just for the, the sake of optics. Nothing personal. Yeah, yeah it was, there was no person like, like it didn't like it, I didn't feel the loss more because we lost to a Patino because like I hate the Patinos now that they left um, or got fired. But like I understood also that it wasn't a good look for the program, just because. And to Richard's credit, like he downplayed the entire thing. He could have easily, it would have been an easy win for him with the Minnesota fan base and a lot of people just to do like a like an L's down or like a uh, yeah, like that was for my dad or something like that. And he didn't want any part of that. Like they, you know, part of him was thinking this is for dad though. I don't know, man. You like, don't think so? Because you don't think Big Big P was 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 loving the fact. I think Rick was because he. I know he's got to have some. I mean, the bitterness has obviously probably moved on. 
But at that point, he had just have been bitter with us. I think he was, but I think it's also like it's centered around a very few small amount. I think Rick still loves the little fan base. I think he does. Well, now he does. I think it's moved on. I, mean, I think it's. I think he still feels ill will towards the people that he sees as the ones that that kind of ousted him and didn't do so in a way that he thought was was right, whether you agree with that or not. And they're all gone. Yeah, pretty much. To like, I think there's still some people, probably some higher ups, that are still there that he doesn't like. But I think for the most part, he doesn't feel like. And he, I don't think he actively roots against Louisville or anything Yeah, like I mean, that. if he still had a, a, any kind of bitter or grudge or angst, I don't think he comes on that video with, for Russ Smith last no, year. No, but he probably did at the time. And he was... Oh, at the time, yeah. Cause just, I also think that he, he... Like, I, I told the story on air. I, told, I, or I It's not really a story. It's a tidbit. Like, I had talked to a relative of his after that, like, talking about the video and stuff. And she asked, like, how was the reaction? And I said it was, like, the loudest the building's been. It was honest. I was like, it's the loudest the building's been, like, pretty much all season. And she said, like, he's going to be so happy to hear that. He was so nervous. Like, he thought he was going to get booed. I think Rick still cares about what Louisville fans think about him because I think the time that he spent here is still near and dear to his heart. And he's worried that it's been completely wrecked by the way that things ended. And there's some Louisville fans, I think, it's a not small group. I don't think it's a majority, but it's a not small group that does not like Rick Pitino, that feels like he's to blame for all the things that we're going through right now. Very small minority. I don't know if it's very small. I think it's I think it's a minority, mm-hmm. but I think that there's a there's a group out there. But I think more people are still willing to like say like you know it, it didn't end great, but we remember the good times. No, that Andre hasn't been McGee, forgotten. Andre McGee's a majority. I don't care what Andre McGee thinks. Well, he's a majority of people that hate him though. <laughs> well, it's not a majority. That's a that's a unanimous deal. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Unless his sister still lives here, there is no one in this city that's not that doesn't hate him. One of my favorite things in the interview when I, when we interviewed Patino, like I was like, could you ever could you ever like forgive Andre McGee, thinking he's going to give a canned radio answer that's like at some point probably you know I I will or I've already forgiven him and the thing in my mind like you know BS whatever and Rick just straight up is like no probably not <laughs> I think I don't think he'll ever forgive Andre McGee I think he thinks McGee tanked everything that he was working towards and he kind of did still last we know is he was in Kansas City as an Uber driver right? I believe he's still there. Is he still there? The last I heard, as of like two years ago, he was still there. He mm-hmm. was doing, he was trying to do some basketball stuff. Like that's because like, he was with UMKC, right? He, he was an assistant at UMKC under yeah. Kareem uh, Richardson, and then just stayed there after he, you know, lost his job because of the stuff. Yeah, because he became a national pariah. <laughs> Texas, can we claim Shaq because of his partial ownership with Papa John's? Sure, Shaq's Texas, <laughs> he's a card fan. Shaq wanted to come here once upon a time. Did he really? Denny wouldn't guarantee him a starting spot. That was always the story. I mean, what, Him and Larry Bird. What? What? Well, Bird actually went to IU too. The Larry first. Bird playing horse story too. I mean, what? What? What makes you kind of like go? God, what if for a little basketball of what, who which could could have been here now, Shaq or Lajuan? Because you know the Lajuan story about the airport and yeah, but also like he's supposed to come here and he was Shaq like Shaq would have been here at a time when the program like kind of needed an injection of life. Like maybe the program doesn't tank at the tail end of the 90s. And tank is probably too strong of a word, but doesn't go downhill if you have Shaq there being this larger than life force that reinvigorates the Louisville brand. Cuz the brand declined throughout the 90s. Yeah, but he would have gotten there. Well, he would have been competing with Felton Spencer, I guess, cuz they were Shaq was what well no, not, he came he was freshman in 90, I believe. So they would have been what? No, then, no, so they would have been perfect. Yeah, they would have yeah, and then I mean, you could have had him with Allen Houston. If no, Shaq's first season at LSU was 89-90. So was he, 89 okay. He would have been a freshman on Felton's last team. Okay. And he only played well, I was trying to remember because he was in a 92 years. draft, but he was a junior when he left, so I was trying to do Correct. the math in my head. That's I right. I remember. Which is wild to think that Shaq played three years in college. Like, But Shaq also teamed with Stanley Roberts, who was a pretty good big man, so it's not like he couldn't have done it. 
But having Shaq in the early 90s, I think it would have changed things. It would have changed things. But if you had Lodge one on those early 80 teams, I mean, you talk about maybe one of those dominant teams in basketball history. Yeah, for sure. You put you put Lodge one on a team that already went to three final four, three final fours in four years. Texas has no love for the days of the new in the Louisville concert. Oh, no, 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 no. They are out there. <laughs> Don't get me started. You know that's my boys. VHS or beta. Throw them out there. I I, I was at house parties when because they're the guitarist's brother I grew I knew. Uh, we were friends in high school. And they, I used to sit there. I remember being in their basement out in Linden while they wrote that initial CD, that album. I was down there, uh, you know. Providing some yeah, inspiration. Hey, inspiration to the left-hand side down there as they wrote. I, I remember having the house party. Uh, Jacob threw the house party when uh, his parents were out of town because all of them are from Indiana except for the guitarist Todd. He lived in Linden with his brother and his parents, and they were out. And the parents went out of town, and we did this big house party. And I mean, it was they they ended up playing like a little mini concert at the house party. And that was also where I got my one of my cats, Matilda. Oh, nice. Yeah, I thought it was a, I thought I was I thought it was a pirate, and she was a uh, a parrot. So I put her on my put her on my shoulder and <laughs> took her home. Texas says, what was Andre I'm going to let you fill in the gaps of what I was fine. doing at this party. Yeah. <laughs> Texas says, what was Andre McGee's internal reputation at UofL? Oh, this is, I mean, uh, yeah, fine. I don't care. We'll talk about it. Um, I mean, I can't be, well, before or after the, everything came out. He wasn't disliked. Yeah. Like, people, I, I think they, there was maybe a little bit of a lack of respect. I'll, I'll say this. Like, remember the whole, after we beat Florida in 2012, and McGee, like, picked up Russ and was, like, running around the court with him. People got mad because like McGee always like like knew how to weasel his way into like spots like that. Like he he would always like in the picture of the team after they won the national title, he was like found a way to be like right next to Obama in the team picture. Like he always made it seem like he was a bigger deal than he was. Like he was very much like a he knew where the, the cameras were. He always wanted to be on the cameras. He also like I can speak for this firsthand. Like Patino talked about how like you know all the money changing hands with the strippers and stuff. He's like Andre was the the cheapest dude I've ever met in my entire life. I. Like using air quotes very liberally here, like hung out with McGee one time in my entire life. I was actually with Eric Wood, and we were at the old Molly Malone's in St. Matthews, now the Raven. And we were there. We were actually talking with Richard Pitino and Andre McGee. And I did the thing where, like, hey, I'm going to the bars. Anybody need anything? And, you know, like, these are all people who have more, way more money than me. I'm a, a blogger at the time. I don't even, I'm not even doing radio. And they're like, we're good, man. And McGee's like, can you give me a vodka, like, vodka cranberry? And, like, a couple shots. And no offer to, like, pay for them. Like, none of, none of that. And, like, I did it again, like, probably 20 minutes later. Like, I'm going back. I need another drink. And again, he hit me up for more drinks. Like, he just kept milking me for every drink that I could buy when nobody else was willing to do it. And so when all that stuff came out and Patino was like, he's the cheapest guy I've ever known in my life, I was like, kind of adds up. I don't think this is Rick hyperbole. <laughs> but that was pretty much his reputation. But so he, he, owes was like, he owes you, like, 12 bucks. More than that, I think. Wow. He was, I, I think people liked him. They just thought he was kind of weaselly. I was just thinking, I don't know, before before the, everything came out, I thought, other than his playing days, I just remember being at the game and watching him. He always had to sit behind the backboard, and he would, on time out, he'd get out and run to the huddle. That sounds about right. Because because I guess whatever position he was, they didn't have enough staff, the seats but like by the, the, the bench for him. So they'd go, he'd be sitting behind the back, the, the rim, the backboard area, and like the, they'd go to timeout, and he'd get up and kind of run down the aisle and run over there and act like he's in the huddle. I'm like, what? Because I remember first of all, I was like, who is that? And I finally saw I was like, I saw Andre I was like, is he so far down the pecking pecking order he came and get a seat near the bench? No, I loved him as a player. I thought he was I mean, yeah. He was great heart. Like like he was like he was kind of the, the classic like Louisville like glue guy underachieving type, yeah. guy that like tenacious defender, like kind of got the most out of his ability. And now I'll never be able to remember him that way. Which nope. that sucks, but you know, he did to himself. 
Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get the third hour on your way. A couple more football items to get to. I also have a Fabio Basile fa- uh, follow-up to get to. We'll take more of your text as well at 502-414-1450. Before we break, though, reminding you about our friends over at AirServe. If your AC goes down, your heat goes down in the winter, only one place to call if there's nobody else available. It's AirServe. And even if other people are available, Air- AirServe's got the best possible technicians available. They've got the best possible solutions. And they're always going to be the fastest acting because they've got technicians for you 24-7. Call them, whether it's day, night, afternoon, morning, whatever, 502-264-9662. Visit their website for all the things that they offer. It's airserve.com backslash Louisville, A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com backslash Louisville. Whether it's too hot, too cold, too dry, too polluted, AirServe's always going to make sure you're comfortable and breathing the highest quality air in your home. We'll take a break. Five o'clock hours on the way next. Football Friday is here. Mike Rutherford Show rolls on next on The final hour of the Friday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 The Big X. Happy first day of the Kentucky High School football season to you. If you're a player, if you're a parent, if you're a fan, your coach, or whoever, football's back around here. We're excited about it. Big-time games going on around the area in week one. Ballard's hosting Hopkinsville. Uh, I saw Manuel's at Central. It's a Andre big game. Woodson's school? Hmm? No, no, Roger Woodson one, right? I don't think so. Was it not Hopkinsville? I don't think so. Who, do you want to, Who cares? Okay, we're moving on. Well, we've been talking about high school alums. So yeah, we got Manuel at Central. I know the Ryan family is very excited about that. Mm-hmm. They were uh, Dugan. Did you see the video that Dugan posted today? By the way. Oh, good lord! No. He posted a video of. I'm this is on t- it's like the man's on TikTok. Way too old to be on TikTok. By the he's way, he's on TikTok. No, I mean he's, <laughs> most of my friends are on TikTok. I'm not, but. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people well, are. It's clear that you're the cool one of the group. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think they would, they would disagree. But he posted a video of like his kids back. This is like 10 years ago. It was a video from Facebook of um, his kids like basically hosting like a fake show. Um, and I think Trey is the one hosting it. He's doing he's like, welcome into the, the, the sports buzz. Like it's Trey. And then Patrick's like a little bit smaller and he's there as well. Their inflection in their voice, the way they talk, is exactly like Dugan. It blew me away, even as like little kids. Like they, the way they talk, the way they pronounce some words, it sounds just like Dugan. But Trey, I know, is playing for Manual tonight. Big game for them against Central. Maybe the biggest game between two Louisville schools going down tonight. 
Um, Eastern's right. hosting KCD. Uh, I know we've got. Let's see, what's the other big game? I know I'm I'm leaving. Oh, Western's Wa- at Butler. Wagner's playing Eastridge. Wagner's playing Eastridge. Who could forget that? <laughs> Clash of the Titans in the Armed Forces Bowl. <laughs> Go Cards. How's it a bowl, by the way? They have all these bowl games in Week One. Do they even high school? Yeah. Okay. They, well, they refer to them as bowls. Uh, Dawson yeah. Southern, Moore at Seneca. Shelby County is hosting Collins. Christian Academy of Louisville is at South Oldham. Christian Academy of Louisville, by the way, has like all these former UofL players as coaches. Like they entire, still have that? Yeah, their entire staff is like all you, and they're getting like some of the biggest area recruits. I mentioned. Was the floor still the head yeah. coach? Okay. No, no, no. Stefan's gone. Hunter Cantwell's the coach. Oh, okay. Stefan went back to Louisiana to coach down there. Did he? Hunter Cantwell's the new head coach, but they've got like five former UofL players on the staff. <laughs> it's like they're going in order of quarterbacks in Louisville, too. Didn't Hunter Cantwell and Matt Ratter the fourth left? Well, Brom. Well, but he was back up to both technically. He well, his freshman he, Hunter only started when well, started Hunter wasn't there in 04. His first year was Brahms' first year as the full time starter. Oh, okay, 05. so Brahms' second year, yeah. so sophomore. Okay, uh, but yeah, that makes sense because he started. They're, the year, right? they're getting like some big names. I mentioned the story. I told the story about UK offering a scholarship to the seventh grade kid whose dad coaches the Louisville Chargers. Shout out to my guy Jahad Brown. His dad Julian's awesome. Um, but like, he's going to Christian Academy. Like the all these kids that have been big time players coming up, winning these national titles on these travel teams. Like a lot of them are going to Christian Academy now to play, and they're whatever they're doing, they're doing it right. But as mentioned before, they're the, offering a good education. That's how Trinity and Saint X recruited all their players. No, that's that's all that's all it's about. No, Speaking no. of those two schools, as mentioned before, and we'll mention it again, we are the new home of Saint X football right here on 1450 The Big X. You'll be able to hear every snap of Saint X versus Owensboro, probably the biggest game between two in-state teams tonight. The reigning 6A champs. You'll hear John Spears and company. On the call right here, cover starting at 7.15, kickoff at 7.30. And then over on our sister station, 970 WGTK, you'll have the Trinity versus Carmel game. Trinity and Saint X football right here in the Word Media Group family of networks all fall and then into the winter because they're probably going to be playing deep into the playoffs because they always do. And, um, and then Wagner at Eastridge. I wonder if Wagner will be good enough to have their own radio network. Yes. When you win the lottery. Oh, I'm putting them on. I don't care how bad the sports program is. When you take over the program, they'll have it'll be the, the TK. It's gonna be the TK Wagner, by the way. Maymess, you're gone. Maymess is gone. But I think did we had this discussion about? We don't know who Maymess is. I, no, I do know. She's a former school mom from back like in the late uh, 18, uh, like the 20s and 30s. Because Wilder was also Maymess Wilder. I looked, I looked it up. Yeah, I, I finally found it because I found it. The only thing I could find about her was, um, her headstone is in um one of like Cave Hill or something. It's one of the bigger. Like that's the what I found is like something from her obituary. If you t- if you Google M- Mame S Wagner Louisville, she was like a big time teacher and stuff back in the day. Who's the best high school football player you've ever seen with your own eyes? Like in person? In person, oh, a game yeah. you've been to, you've watched. Sean Alexander. You watched him at Boone County? Yeah, I mean, with I mean that's that was that, but I was also his. If not him, probably Jared Lorenzen. Lorenzo, because he lit Wagner up in that title game, right? Yeah, that yeah. was the game. They, they scored 56 on us and threw three passes. He was awesome. I mean, he was bigger than everyone on our offensive line and defensive line. And I mean, Derek was, Smith was also on that team. Yeah, and they had a he running back so that went like the Marshall. They had a receiver that went. They, they had a, several good players on the team. Probably right there, yeah. Because especially when when that, you're at that age, when you're still kind of borderline senior yourself, early out of high For school. Sure. Like, you look at these guys as, like, way different than you look at them is when you're 40 years old, obviously. For sure, yeah. You look at them as... as mythical beings. I mean, they're they're huge. They're these these, these big things, and 
Yeah, that, I think that's those names come to my mind. Um, yeah, I remember watching Bernard Jackson from St. X on those teams. Like, yeah. When they beat Trinity the State at the title game, it was like 97, like 3 nothing. The game was only three points scored. Dennis Edge was the Trinity quarterback, and he was like this. And I know he was big, don't get me wrong, but like as a sixth, seventh grader, however old I was, I saw him as like. Lawrence Taylor times five. Like he was, um, he went to Tennessee. He had a decent Yeah, I remember. Career. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember him. But I, my answer to this, and the other, another, here's one though that you, Derek Homer. Derek Homer was great. He, we played Wag, he played against Wag, and his senior was my freshman year, and he ran over my buddy, and I was never forget. <laughs> That's like his claim to fame. It's easy, it's also easier to answer these, like in the, with the benefit of hindsight, like who all went on to have great college careers, who like went to the pros. Well, yeah, Homer but, didn't. But like, yeah. I still think, because, I mean, I saw Michael Bush play a number of times in high school. Mm-hmm. He was so good. He was a different world. I still, I'll say to this day, and this was like after my high school career. This was when I was doing Card Chronicle stuff. The best high school football player I've ever seen locally with my own eyes was James Quick. He was yeah. unbelievable. I mean, I've told you the story of Mayo and Quick in the championship game. Yeah, like I thought he He's was. No, they're doing the bubble pass. They're doing a bubble. You can't it stop didn't it. not stop him. 89 yards later, he still scored. I've never seen a high school kid accelerate the way that he could accelerate yeah. when he got the ball in his hands. And I, a good one. He's, I think, also still the only player in Kentucky football high school history to, to score a touchdown in four state championship games. He scored all four years. I can I can vouch for one of them. He was, I can vouch for his freshman year. And then they beat PRP, I think, like 70-7 <laughs> to seven his senior year. Yeah. But he was, he'd been hurt most of the year and came back and played and still scored like three touchdowns. But he was, I would have, and we've, we've had this discussion before. And he's a rare exception to actually, because I was at that Trinity, that, that male game that I got to see in person. Yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, I saw him, I went to a, a few games when he was in high school. But we've had this discussion before. If he had come to Louisville as like a four-star recruit, like a three-star recruit, Loved. like everybody would talk about like what a good career he had. Mm-hmm. You'd point out the the, the mistakes in big-time situations, but the good would have outweighed the bad. It because he had such high expectations, being a five-star slash four-star kid. No pun intended with him. Yeah, rivals, exactly. <laughs> rivals All-American MVP, the Army All-Star All-American Game MVP, like all that stuff. Like we look at him as sort of like a failure, and yeah, then he no. ended up not catching on in the NFL at all. But still, like, no, his career was was consistently good it was he was consistently good i would have still lost money because i thought when i saw him play in high school multiple times from his sophomore i didn't see him as a freshman i saw him as sophomore junior senior year i would have bet big time money that he was going to be like first team all-american mm-hmm. surefire nfl draft pick like i thought he was going to be the big thing at louisville and i think some some off the field stuff kind of hindered that i think he got off to a bad start with charlie strong which didn't help and then you, you mentioned some of the, the things. And I think also like the, the fan reaction, which was deserved to some of the big mistakes in big time games, kind of got in his head a little bit. I think it, it messed with his confidence. Was it DeWalt? Was that the UK player he was buddies with that, that he got in the, the issues with? Well, he got in the issues with the other Trinity kid who went to... to yeah, to UK. It wasn't, it wasn't Lonnie DeWalt. It was the other big DeWalt kid. DeWalt was the wide receiver that we kind of, we swapped for uh, URD, I think. Because remember, DeWalt was like supposed to. He's, well, those are different time periods. So. Yeah, but he, he had, I mean, yeah, you're right. That's why I'm getting confused. Because like, Reiteri had commit, committed to UK. DeWalt committed to us. I'm thinking of the and kid who went to they USC. Swapped. It wasn't, it wasn't him. Yeah. Uh, this kid committed to USC, then ended up going to Kentucky, and then got caught with James Quick doing with the, all the weed. Yeah. Well, what uh, was his name? I, I can't remember his name. He ended up not panning out, but he was like a five star prospect. Yeah, they were both. Yeah, they're both big time prospects. Yeah. Texters, if you need to get, help me out, you're going to annoy me. Let us know. Yeah. Jason Hatcher. Yes, thank you. He was... Yeah. He also was a kid that... Was that... Yes, Hatcher, not Thatcher. It was Hatcher, yeah. Like, you know, I still know... I still do know... I people. think he did okay in college, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, not, not great. I mean... He... Like, I knew people at Trinity. I still know people at Trinity from my time. And, like, there was kind of... There was, like, a... He's great, but he's going to have to mature a lot once he leaves here if he's going to be yeah. he was what the, he should he be. He was a defensive end slash stand-up linebacker. 
Yeah, and he ended yeah. up, what, did he, get, did he stay at UK all four years? I thought he was at UK all four years, unless he left early. Yeah, he got kicked off the team. I, got kicked off the team. I was thinking he had a couple decent, I mean, he had a couple moments of flash, I guess. He only so. played three seasons. He yeah. never had more than 19 tackles in a year. Yeah. Like I said, I wouldn't say season, but he had moments of flash. Yeah, he had five and a half sacks for his career, three years there. Yeah, that's no. Didn't do much. Well, for what it's worth, the kid that we traded for Uridia DeWalt, his claim to fame was he blocked two field goals. Like, you never had, I think he was off the team in two years, too. There you go. I would say those two, those two stand out. And then also, like I saw, I went to go see Devonte Parker because I knew he was going to Louisville. And I heard I'm, like all these stuff about yeah. him. And his dad played at UofL too, didn't he? What is that, Calvin Arrington? I don't, I don't think so. His dad was a running back at Louisville. I know that. I, I don't know. Trevor. Okay, I'm just saying. Just... He, I, I went to see him play, and he was like at this time he was like a high three star prospect. And I remember watching him, and I was like, if this kid's not like a like, like five star, let alone four star, like I, I don't like what are we doing here? Like I was like. I felt the same way with James Quick. I was like, I might be wrong about this. If he does, if he's not a star at Louisville, I don't know what we're doing. And he very clearly was. Like, he was unbelievable. He I, also was. He could have played basketball at UofL. He was I never good. got to see him, but I, I heard and saw the stats and saw the highlights on TV. But I never went and saw him play in person. But I knew. I mean, I'd heard everything about Devontae Parker coming into Louisville. Yeah, I mean, it was not a secret, obviously. I saw Sean Alexander. It was the when Trini shut him down in the 94 state title 20 game. 20 carries for like 22 yeah, yards. He was, yeah, that, that was yeah. pretty unreal. I mean, he looked, he still, you could tell, like, he, this dude's a beast. I saw Eric Shelton in that game. And then who was the quarterback? It was the Boyd. Was the was was the quarterback Taj? for that team? No, the, not Taj Boyd. The, <laughs> he went, he went to, to Kentucky, too. Oh, Shane. Shane Boyd. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. He, was, he looked really good, but Trini played pretty well against them. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else I saw who was just well. Montreal Jones was the other one for those yeah. teams. You watched him play and you're like, okay, yeah. He and he and Bush in that my sophomore year, the state championship game, which would have been 2000, when they blew Trinity out, it looked like the world just took two NFL players and injected them into a high school game as a social experiment. Like, great, you guys are great high school players. Let's see what happens when we put these two like 25 year old. NFL all pros into a game and see how good they just, you couldn't do anything with them. Like they just, they caught the ball and you couldn't tackle them. Like they, they looked so different than everybody else on the field. It was staggering. And Jones was, I mean, he looked, I know Bush was a sophomore. Jones looked way more dominant than Michael Bush at that point in their careers. They both were great, but Montreal Jones was a behemoth. I mean, the other big one, I guess we mentioned his name. I don't remember watching him play because I don't think it was Tony Driver because he was at mail. Tony Driver was good. I don't think I ever saw him either. Yeah. I never went to some person and play and, and, all the other names you mentioned, yeah, I just I knew I'd heard, but I just never went and saw him. That was Anthony Shellman was his dad. I have no idea who that is. He uh, he ran for over a thousand yards for us in ninety four. Nice. Yeah. Um, all the text line is just people saying Jason Hatcher. Jason Hatcher. <laughs> uh, Texas Dexter Heyman, another high school monster. I never saw Dexter. Never play, watched Dexter play there. Yeah. But I heard, like I remember seeing. I also heard like Earl Heyman was a beast. I never saw Earl play, mm-hmm. but Dexter Heyman was the guy that you saw like in highlight videos. And like when you went and saw during the open practices his freshman season, he was all, he was running with the ones from day one. He was like the starting middle linebacker. And Dexter, kind of like James Quick, had a good college career, but maybe didn't pop the way that you thought he was going to. Like he never, he was always a good, not great player. I think that was partly because of the coaching that he got and just those teams. But I thought Dexter was going to be like. A, a major deal, like another NFL guy, and he he was just a good college player. And this, I'm gonna have bias in this one because and he went to Kentucky, but and Alfonso Smith at Wagner. You love Alfonso Smith. I mean, because also when if you saw him at Wagner, I mean, he was just so far ahead of everyone else on his team. I mean, he just was so good, and and I think because he, he, I don't think he was a freshman at Wagner. I think he transferred here from California, 
if I remember right. And he's like started a sophomore. I could be wrong. But uh, yeah, he was just so much just heads above everyone else. And I know, like, of all the names we're naming, he's not, he wasn't like, isn't huge even then. But just, he was just a, a thing to watch because how good he was better than everyone else on his own team. And most of the time when we played, except when we played like, you know, Boyle County or something. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, quick note, we didn't get to, we mentioned Scott Satterfield's post-scrimmage press conference earlier today. Uh, we talked about Devon Mortimer not being on the team. Uh, it looks like he's never going to be on the team. Some other updates. Here's one thing we didn't have a chance to talk about that I thought was a little bit interesting. He was asked about, this is news, Trevor. I don't know if this is breaking news. Malik Cunningham is going to be starting quarterback this year. What? He's, at, he's on the one line. He's on the depth. There's no or next to his name. I just bought an Evan Conley jersey. He's the starting quarterback this year. So Satterfield <laughs> was asked about <laughs> Satterfield was asked about his backup, and he said definitively, Brock Doman's the backup right now. I mean, his jersey's getting more worthless by the statement. He says Evan Conley not 100% after having offseason hip surgery. Okay. But the interesting thing to me is Caleb Johnson was kind of just like he wasn't even really discussed. Like he kind of he came up briefly and was sort of dismissed. And that's disappointing because I was hoping Caleb Johnson was going to be a guy who, one, if something does happen to Malik and you're like, oh my God, the season's in ruins, maybe Caleb Johnson could be the savior if he's good enough as a freshman. I know Keith's because he's the one we haven't seen and we know doesn't suck. Not that's too harsh. <laughs> but Keith, it was high on Caleb Johnson. You know, maybe he could be like the next great quarterback at U of L if Pierce Clarkson doesn't pan out, or at the very least could compete with Pierce Clarkson. But having him like not even get named is a little bit worrisome. I, I know the. Like, the ideal scenario is he redshirts this year because you've got Malik. Didn't he redshirt last year? Isn't he's a fresh, He's a true freshman this year. Oh, I thought he was on last year's team. As no, he's a, he's a true freshman. Okay. So you, you you use Brock as the primary backup. You can play Caleb Johnson in four games, get him some reps, and then he can still use the redshirt. Yeah. But the fact that he's not even being considered for the primary backup is eh, not great news. It also leads me to believe that a year from now, we better hope Pierce Clarkson's the real deal. Because if he's not... Are we staring down Evan Conley taking the reins? Which, again, love Evan Conley. Had great flashes this freshman season. Oh, Brock Dolan seems to be... Uh, I think this is Brock's last year. No. Yeah, I think this is the last year we get a Brock. No, no. Well, maybe we could get another Brock. Well, we have two Brocks on the team already. We do? Yeah. The kicker, Brock Havelstead. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting about that. How, How could I, you? How could I forget the kicker? I take it back. We get one more year of Brock. Yeah, okay. So, Brock... I mean, are we ready for the Brock Doman era next year? Wow. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I'm thinking Satterfield's going to be... I don't know what he's going to say to keep his job after that era. But I'm disappointed <laughs> that we don't... Like I, I was hoping we would hear like Caleb Johnson actually in the mix a little bit, competing for be playing nice. time. Because that would portend good things for next season. Like If he if Pierce Clarkson's not ready to lead as a true freshman, which is certainly within the realm of possibility. I mean, well, we Teddy and always, Lamar both struggled as true freshmen at times. We could always bring in a grad transfer for one year for next year. We could, but I mean, at least having Caleb Johnson in that mix would yeah. be nice. And it sounds like that's maybe not going to happen. Or maybe he's just slow playing the whole Is thing. Is there Who possible Caleb, jo- Caleb Johnson could be not playing quarterback? I don't think so. I mean, what's what's his, has he got measurements? Was he listed as a quarterback slash athlete? I think he was just quarterback. I know he has, I mean, he's got speed and mobility, so that would make you think he could play, be quarterback slash athlete. I don't think he's going anywhere else. Okay. I mean, he's a dual threat guy, but like dual threat's what works in this offense, so. Yeah, it doesn't also mean it's not going to be, you can't be moved to a corner or safety or something. He's, Wasn't Kerry Rose the quarterback? He's, he's, he's maybe too small for that. How, what's his measurements? Like 6'1", 195. He could be a corner. Yeah. He, I mean, we're, we're, he has never played defense. 
He's never played quarterback for what we've seen. I think he, he came here to be a quarterback. <laughs> I know. I think it's probably going to be a situation where he plays quarterback here or he goes somewhere else to play quarterback. I, I just you got a guy that's, that's an athletic quarterback and you start talking about him not even making the depth chart. Yeah. Just that's something that comes to my mind is thinking that that could be somebody that could be being moved positions. Maybe. I, I don't think that's the case, though. Um, Just based on the way that they talked about him during because he's an early enrollee. The way they talked about him during spring practice. Well, that doesn't help me feel any better exactly. at all. I yeah, mean, I thought we would hear more about him. I know you really liked him. But, yeah, now but, you're making me feel like that he's still not ready to... That's not good. We'll see. I mean, you know, who knows? All right, I'd like to be proven wrong. Maybe he'll take a step up. Maybe he'll... I, I think the more likely scenario is either he competes for the starting job next year and doesn't get it, or he's going to a different school. But okay. we'll find out. It's still plenty of fall camp left for Caleb Johnson to make an impression. Uh, we'll see what happens. Texas, uh, 502-414-1450. Texas, I saw Caleb Johnson in a practice back in spring, and it wasn't great. Well, well, thanks. Good timing on that text. Caleb's never coming on the show now. Well, I mean, I'm moving him to the corner. Of course he's not coming on the show. Texas says, uh, by the way, that band Days, they were extremely talented. Too bad Travis couldn't keep it together. Yeah, he went off the wall. He, oh, really? Travis Meeks, yeah, he... Uh, well, he had some drug issues as well, but he at, right after that first album, he started like thinking he was, he's kind of like he thought he was like kind of the God's gift to rock and roll. That's not good. And he they they broke up, but he they did the Pink Floyd thing where he was like, you know, I'm keeping the name Days of the New, and the, but even though the rest of the band's like, I don't think you can do that. I mean, well, Pink Floyd and Gilmore went and, and Roger Waters had a huge lawsuit over it, and Pink Floyd won. So I guess technically he can. Uh, I'm sure how much of these people had money to litigate, but yeah, I don't think I don't think yeah, I don't think it hit the I don't think it was at the same level that Floyd Waters lost right. was over. But uh, I do. Last time I saw Travis was in the mall. He came in cardboard heroes, didn't even recognize me, which is fine because I didn't know him that well anyway. But uh, and he hit on one of the girls at our at our at one of our that was working with us. He's a lawyer now. She was like, he's kind of creepy. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Texas Jawan Spillman from PRP was the quickest football player I've ever seen. Yeah, Spillman was was, was, oh, was fantastic. He was on that that underachieving team that beat Florida State, right? No, he was later. He's like my age. He had a brother on that team. Then there was a Spillman on that roster. Jawan Spillman's a year younger than I am. Oh, okay. because there was bro, there was more than one Spillman though. I I, I don't know. Jim. You don't know. Okay. He he was at Louisville. He only played I think two seasons before he transferred. But his freshman year at U of L was like oh six. Okay. No, he. I know there was. It's gonna. Uh, you can keep talking, but because it's gonna drive me nuts. Well, we have to go to break anyway, so you can look that up during the well, break. Well, I can't do that. I gotta do the damn Cardinal Insider break. So well, you don't need to look up who Spillman's brother was. Jawan was was a terrific high school. He was a great basketball player too. He was a uh, definitely a legend from from PRP. He was really, really, really good. Probably would have another guy who kind of got cragged a little bit if he'd had more time. He did less pot. Did less pot. Well, if he. Maybe if he hadn't had more, so much crack over his life, he wouldn't do so much pot. He wouldn't. The two things should have <laughs> I mean, they they gone hand-to-hand. They, they, they did. They do. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Uh, before we go to break, reminding you guys about our friends over at First Bankers Trust. First Bankers Trust, they've come aboard to be an, our newest sponsor. We love them for that. And they've got you covered with not only investment management, but also comprehensive financial planning, trust and estate services, and so much more. To find out more about what First Bankers Trust can do for you and your money, go to firstbankerstrust.com. Financial success starts with trust. First Bankers Trust. We'll take a break. Dante Spillman was on that O2 team. Is that his brother? Yeah, I think it's his brother. He was a junior. On that, uh, you know, the only year he played, he played 0-2. He was a junior. He played six games, 20 catches, 362 yards, and two touchdowns. How could I forget that? It was a bit because it was, but he, I think, got kicked off the team for issues, and it was, it was kind of a big deal. I don't remember why he was only a junior, but yeah. Okay, can you throw the break, please? 
We'll come back. We'll wrap the show. And more Dante's film and talk <laughs> coming up on the Mike Rutherford Show. <laughs> like a brain work. He's from Missouri. He's not even from Louisville. Weekend's off to a rousing start here. It's Friday. Happy Friday to you. The, weather, the weather's beautiful. Could not have a better weather for the first Friday of the high school football season. If you're making it out to a game tonight, you should enjoy yourself. If you're not, why not? Have a good time. Do something else fun. Go to a patio. Go to the deck of patio. Drink heavily. It's going to be a good time. What do you think Fred's doing tonight? I mean, come on. <laughs> come going, on. going to a game? Don't make me do this. Is he going to one? Is he, I mean... He's, how happy is Fred that like, Trinity's on the road? It's so like this joke's like one of the five. He's still going to get the joke. Oh, he's going to get them all year, if not even beyond this year. He should. I mean, I'm sorry. He should. Do we, have any, we don't have any updates on that, do we? No. Okay. It, 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 we probably won't have another update for like six months. And when then it'll it be ever. Like five years before we get some sort of resolution. You're probably right. Hopefully the show will still be on the air at that point. You're getting roasted for Dante filming not even being so <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, first of all, Decatur, okay. Decatur, Mississippi, by I, the way. He was a Juco, too, I know. Well, his name, first of all, his name was Spillman. So, I mean, that's... I mean, it was 20 years ago, okay, people? The point is, you didn't need to interject with that. Well, no, because I... Well, first of all, you can say that about everything I say. Exactly. Especially when you don't know what you're talking but about. But no, again, <laughs> if that's the case, if that's a criteria for me talking, then you're going to be on your own a lot in this show. <sighs> I, I just... You said you were talking about Spillman, and I just remembered there being a, a talented Spillman on that team, and it was... I remember because it was a big deal, because when he got kicked off, it was like that was one of our best weapons. But he was, you read his stats. He wasn't even good. Well, he only played six games. He had almost 400 yards in six games. Well, it's I mean, not bad. It's not bad, but he was nothing special. It was I mean, not worth interjecting with. His, and it also was not his brother. Well, I thought... That's, it, that's the point. It was. I was 21 years old. I didn't know. I mean... Well, then you shouldn't be talking about the radio show. Oh, come on now. If that's like, again, if, if something... If we are not allowed to talk about things we don't know anything about... It's gonna be a lot of silence over three hours. We in this get into, show. but not with like just total non sequiturs. We did, was you added nothing to the well, conversation. Well, now I know again. I reiterate, <laughs> and you do that all the time. You had nothing to the conversation, and I don't make fun of you for it. It's my show. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> but my name, I'm Mike Rutherford. I, my name's on the show. The, here's the weekly reminder. <laughs> I feel like I have to do this. The name of the show. And eventually, it's going to be switched to TK and Friends. But until then, it's not. But without me, you couldn't be on the air. Mm. Me and the duct tape. Well, that's true. You're not wrong. <laughs> it's saying a lot. <laughs> and it works like 65% of the time. So. And how am I getting really... Of all the things I have said 
in a year now. Over a year, I can claim I can say that with 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 positivity. How is me not realizing Dante Spillman wasn't related to Juwan Spillman? Just the worst thing I've ever said. Oh, it's not close to it. Okay, I, thank I, I, you. I don't think anybody's making that close. I don't know if it's the worst thing I've said this hour. It's not. People are just correcting you once again for being <laughs> wrong about something. Hey, at least I remembered the kill on the team and so did the texture. That's more than you can say. Texture that, well, I mean, I don't care about. Sorry, I don't care about Dante Spillman. You don't care about Louisville sports? I don't care about a nope. obscure player who gave us nothing for six games. You, Sorry. You don't care about Louisville sports. Texas Ace Wells from Central was a beast. He was. I never saw him play in person, but heard great things. Ace Wells is one of those guys that, like, I felt, especially when he blew up at Western, it was the... How the hell did he not come to Louisville or Kentucky? Because people wanted him to come to Louisville. And a, his recruitment was a big deal. Yeah, for you, but I think you came, if I remember right. I mean, be, but then there was the naysayers who were negative, like, he's too small. I mean, then again, that was a lot of people said that about Douglas Beaumont, too. But That was a beast. Yeah. Texas, Victor Anderson, uh, he was great. Deuce Finch, another yeah. Jordan Whiting, Tim Phillips, Dalen Hall. Those are all Trinity and Sanders kids. Um, What's uh, my, my favorite Dalen Hall was the kid who went to UK, but he got famously speared a security guard on video at spring break in Panama, which set the tone for his very brief UK career. I don't even remember who he was. I don't he, remember his name. I think also like assaulted a, he went back to a Trinity game after he graduated college and like assaulted a ref. <laughs> Didn't think things through. Hey. Tim Phillips was, was, should have gone to Louisville. Like he was, they thought he was too small. He was very good. I think he went to Central Michigan, rushed for like a billion yards. He was awesome. A Trinity name that came to I, I brought, I, I don't remember how it came up. It was when I was doing the, the bass game. And I was talking to Nick about something. And uh, I'd forgotten about Dalen Dawkins. Dalen Dawkins was, was yeah. uh, And I remember Dalen mainly because, again, Ralph is probably my favorite Louisville player of all time. He was very good, too. And Brian, his brother, weirdly enough, is probably my, one of my favorite, if not favorite, Eagle. How weird is that? The, 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 these two brothers would just somehow become my favorite players in both college and pro football sports without even... It's just a weird situation. With that. But yeah, Dave, I was surprised that he didn't get like an offer from UofL. He ended up going to Purdue. Colorado State. And then transferred to Colorado yeah. State. And he is now currently in the USFL. Is he? Because I look... I think it's what it was. I think it was... I was asking if he was at, at Trinity with him is what it was, I think. Cause I couldn't with remember, who? With, with Dalen. Because I couldn't remember who, how... Who was with Dalen? Nick, Nick Curran. Oh, gotcha. Because, um, and I, obviously my years were way off because Nick's closer to your age. And yeah, that's not... not Dalen went there in like 2012. I think it was later than that. Yeah. And he graduated in like 2017. He did, yeah. So, eh, you know, I can say it's all blurred in the 20s. Yeah. Uh, he was a lion at one point. I didn't know that. Practice squad. I knew he was on Madden. I would always sign him on Madden and put him on my... Because he was the Titans for a while, too. And I'd sign him always on Madden just put him on my roster just because of who his dad and his uncle are. I never used him on Madden. I would just keep him on my... He's like my third or fourth running back just to be nice. You ready for a little bit of breaking news? Breaking news! Via Matt Jones. Uh-oh. The saga of Chris Rodriguez. Who, once again, we keep hearing things about. We have no idea what the hell is going on. Yeah. This is the... I love reporting stuff like this where we're just... We have no idea what's going on. Like, I saw the tweet about this. Here's another one. Matt Jones is hearing from a couple of sources that Chris Rodriguez will be suspended either three or four games to start the season. Ooh. The final total will be determined next week. Either way, he will miss the Florida game. Four games? Hmm. Three or four. He, what, he's, he's done something since. Well, yeah. They, they, that, that's what people are talking about. It, There's it, no it's, way. It's been this other thing, this mysterious other thing that people have been talking about for a while. So if he was... 
Is it the thing that got him benched last year that, air quote, we think was called for fumbling? I've got no idea. I mean, I don't even know what that was. But so he won't, he'll only miss one important game because the UK's first four games, they play one team of note. Yeah, Florida's a big game. They play Miami, then they play Florida week two, then Youngstown State, Northern Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would be back, even if it's four games for Ole Miss on October 1st. I wonder if Northern Illinois is any good this year. Probably not. They have had good pandings in the past. As well, they have. Michael the Burner Turner went there. We, my sophomore year, we were Dayton. We were talking about like how like you know Brian Brown was like taking over. It was playing for Louisville his freshman season, and we're like he's playing on national TV. Like this is our like we we know this. Like we're friends with this guy, and my buddy, God love him. He's like I'm gonna be in the same situation like next year because my buddy is going to be the starting punter for Northern Illinois. I'm like it's not, <laughs> it's not the same thing, Jeff. I'm sorry, I love you, not the same thing. I don't know. Don't, don't underestimate Northern Illinois. Texas says if Fred ever wants to redeem himself, he should take a pick on the Sanex sideline tonight. I'm telling you, this is gold opportunities out there galore for Sanex. Get Calgill involved somehow. Beef this rivalry up. By the way, Northern Illinois last year went 9-5. and five. It's not bad. They beat Georgia Tech. Well, well, everybody beat Georgia they Tech. They also got beat 63-10 by Michigan, but... Who cares? <laughs> they lost in the bowl game to Coastal Carolina. Texas, knowing that she was going to take the Penn State job, do you think Bendapudi blocked Ty Ray from firing Satterfield as one last middle no. finger from the university and fans? I know that's the rumor that's been out there. No, I can't. I can't say. I, I, I don't. I, I don't know personally. I can't give you evidence either way. But I'm, my opinion says no. The only thing that I know is that she wanted Scott Satterfield back. Like she definitely did. I don't know if she pressured. I, as far as like what her communication was with Vince Ty Ray on that front, I can't tell you. I'm. I know that I know that rumor's been out there for a long time that she was the one who called that shot. I've got no idea if it's true. All I know is she wanted him to stay. But it's very if, if she did call that shot and then she bounced for Penn State like a day later, it's kind of a gangster move. I mean, what would we just give her throw her, throw her a bone by letting her call that shot because we didn't let her have her way in basketball coaching since? I guess I don't know. That's that's, that's why I'm kind of like if you, how can we say that she had so much pull for even the football coach when she was being ignored in the basketball coach thing? Well, she wasn't ignored. Well, ignored, but she was denied what she wanted. Tyra didn't want to suspend him at all. Yeah, I mean, she wanted him fired, and they had to meet halfway. And they met in halfway, which was one yeah. month. Which seemed, again, it seemed to be ridiculous at the time. And then we found out that it was more for, it wasn't just because, because cause the story that they gave us was he was suspended because he didn't have another person in the room with him, mm-hmm. as was university yeah. protocol when he fired these new employees. And the reality was he didn't turn over tapes to the FBI, which, given our history with the FBI, kind of a no-no. Um, but now if you were to tell me that she has something to do with it by blocking it because her intentions are to fire Franklin and hire Jeff Brom at Penn State, that I believe. I don't think that's happening. <laughs> Texas, I am started watching Game of Thrones and I kept thinking that Hodor looks familiar, then I realized he's Trevor. we the comparison's been made before. We've gotten photoshops before. I mean, I love I and mean, if you think I'm insulted and I don't think you are, but if you do, I'm not. You're comparing me to a, a hero of, of Esteros. I'm okay with of, Hodor. Of what? Estros. Westeros. Westeros. Yeah. It's a W. Essos was the other one. Essos is the other yeah, one. Yeah, Correct. I've seen... I just combined them, I think. <laughs> I've seen all the reviews. But the, the social media blitz for this House of Dragons show is unreal. Like, every time you go anywhere, House of Dragons ad, I've seen well, the... Well, re- that's... Yeah. I've that's, seen the reviews. They're not great. Really? I thought I saw somebody tell me one of the reviews was good. I know Decider did because Decider people pay them to like give good reviews. Well, I'm not gonna. But yeah. I've seen like it's kind of like the, yeah, the one was like it's better than Game of Thrones the original. I'm like, oh. I'm gonna find that hard to believe, but I'm I'm gonna give it. a... See, this is where I'm torn too because part of me wants to wait until it's all out and then binge it, but the other part of me goes, 
I don't know if I'll be able to do that. Like, I can avoid spoilers if I stay off Twitter like Sunday night probably, yeah. and a little Monday because by by Monday afternoon it'll be it'll be off Twitter. I mean, you'll get a few references here and there. But then, I mean, honestly, and this is don't take it personal, listeners. I don't trust the text line. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not watching it, period. Because uh, waiting a few days is one thing, but to wait, like, what I have to wait, I guess, a month and a half, two months to watch it, which I, I have the patience to, but I just don't trust people. If it becomes like a, if it becomes like, and I haven't watched this show either, but I'm going to. if Because if, if, I didn't want to watch Better Call Saul, even though I liked Breaking Bad. I was like, I don't, prequel, whatever. Like, how's it going to be? But everybody loves it. I'm going to watch it eventually. If it becomes a Better Call Saul deal, we're like three years from now. People are talking about how good this show is. And my mind is back to being normal, which, God forbid, it, it doesn't get there. Who would know, though? Um, but if those two things happen... Sure, so the doctors know. Jesus. Um, if those two things happen, I'll watch. Well, but until then, I'm holding out. Didn't Better Call Saul just end its run? The last episode was like three days ago. And what? And how long did it go? Six seasons. That was on for six years? People love it. Like my, my buddy, No, I believe... I just can't believe it's I've got friends who long. do say it's better than Breaking Bad. I mean, yeah. I just... That means Breaking Bad's been out there for six years. Breaking Bad's been off the air for longer than that. Last, that last episode was like 2013. Holy crap. It was either 2013 or 2012, because I was living with my buddy at the time. It's been almost 10 years. Did you spoil for him, too? No, because we watched it together. Douche. We watched, <laughs> we watched it together. We watched the whole series. It was great. Texas says Trevor would actually never hold the door, so the comparison doesn't work. Well... You wouldn't. You would not be Hodor. Yes. <laughs> You'd be sprinting away like Costanza. You'd have let the White Walkers kill everybody. You were pushing people to the side. It, it may seem appear that that may appear. <laughs> I was getting you to the ground where the smoke isn't there. <laughs> you don't, you don't, I'm a jerk. So you don't believe in uh, women and children first, huh? Not, not necessarily. <laughs> Texas after Dante Spillman gaff. I now have to question all of Trevor's stats and family line stats from here on out. Oh, uh, no, you can check. I, I was right. Everybody on... thought, everybody thought you were still right before. Well, first of all, Dante Spillman did play at Louisville, though. I was right about that. I was My initial statement was there was a Spillman on that team. No, your initial statement was didn't his brother play at U of O? Well, I just assumed they were brothers because I mean, come on. <laughs> it's Spillman, okay? Love of crap. His name's not Smith or Johnson. I mean, it's not like Spillman is that that common a name. Texas Mike's story about Andre McGee being cheap explains why he hired Katina. <laughs> it, does, it actually does, yeah. And that man, that does make things sound a lot more sensible. The text messages, because I actually got from in a in a Raleigh hotel waiting for the NC State game the weekend the story broke. <laughs> story, okay. I was like, what? I downloaded the the book like at midnight when it came out. The so Brain Carter. I, it, I had yeah. to. I feel like I had to. It was my job. That's true. And I read it, and like they have the you know the stories come out, and they have the text messages between her and McGee. And I remember reading the text message between her and McGee, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds about like how he would communicate. Were like, you on the air when that broke? Yes. Like, we, okay, you were doing radio. I, I can't remember, yeah. The whole story is so like... I forget how long both you've been doing radio, and it also blows my mind how long it's been since that story broke. At, that was like seven at years one ago. Point, <laughs> at one point in the future, people, it, it may be so long from now that people don't actually care about it. I will tell the full story of that weekend. It was the craziest weekend I've had in my entire life. But you see, I was live on the air when 40's tweet came out. So here, I mean, which was here's what happened with us. So Thursday night, I go. Ramsey invites me, which was really cool. It's so like this Muhammad Ali. They, they renamed the Sports Illustrated Humanitarian of the Year Award. It's like the Muhammad Ali Award. Okay. They, this big banquet. I eat dinner, right? But like my back is too Shaq and Muhammad Ali eating nice. dinner. It's crazy. So then there's like a reception afterwards. Jurich is there. He's well, had you have a, come a long way down, haven't you? I have. This is <laughs> things were supposed to be different. 
Tom is Tom has some drinks at the at the thing at the, the reception. Like everybody's having a good time, and I can tell he's like kind of worried about something. He like calls me over, and he's like he tells me basically like this whole thing, like like what the story is. Like he's like there are these girls out there. They're saying that like, we hired them to sleep with recruits. Yeah, and he's like. I put my best guys on this. We contacted the NCAA right away. They haven't found anything yet. They claim that they're writing a book. We don't know if they're just like, he's like, we don't know if they're just like doing this to try and like extort us. We don't know if they're just bluffing or if this is a real thing. We haven't, he's like, I'm not saying that, we, that nothing happened, but we haven't found anything yet. We're just waiting to see what happens. And he's like, I haven't slept in like a month and a half since I found this out. Like, this is terrible. But like, I'm hearing that there might be a story that comes out this weekend. That may be bogus too. We'll find out. So we end up going with the team to NC State for this football game. We land. There's no story. Like, Tom's feeling good. He's like, all right, let's get ready. We'll have a dinner tonight. We get to the hotel. Story breaks. 40, 40 writes it. Well, he he, tweet, he, tweet, he did a, a series of tweets first. He sends the story out. Yeah. And, like, we, we see it. We're, like, we're off the air. Like, And it, we don't have our radio. Our radio equipment gets lost on the way to Raleigh. So we have to, like, call in and do the show on the phone. I didn't even want to go to Raleigh. Like John pushes this. I'm, I'm like, I know Drew's pissed off about the whole situation, but like we like have to do the phone. Like they have like the the media dinner afterwards, and like everyone's like, "Are you coming?" Are you I'm like, "No, I'm not coming." This is the biggest story in the world. I got to write about this. I'm reading the, the Cardinal book. They end up going back home. I've stayed there. I've watched the game. We beat Lamar Jackson as a freshman. Leads us to win over NC State. I'm leaving out a, a bunch of important details that at some point I will tell. But it was the absolute wildest weekend of my very loose quote professional life. Uh, it was. It was insane. And I'm reading the book. Like, Greer and I are, like, texting each other, like, oh, my God, can you believe this? Can you believe It's, like, 1 a.m. I'm like, this is not how I wanted to spend this week. I don't know why I just never, like, just wanted to even read the book. I, just, like, I feel like I had. I mean, I didn't want to. I probably I should like have, obviously, but I was like, but, yeah, I, my story nowhere near as cool. I was on the, I think I was with Nick at the time. It was either Nick, I think I was with Nick or maybe I was with somebody else. I don't remember who I was on the air with now. Uh, but, yeah, we were just, just talking, doing our show, normal show. We went, I think, going to, like, 6 o'clock and. Forty dumps it at like what is around five o'clock. He did a, he did a news dump on it. It was nuts. And just started yeah, the the first was the tweets of something's coming, and then the article came about thirty minutes later, and then yeah, you knew the book was gonna yeah that was not who'd have known that our entire like future in Louisville sports was gonna change, change that right after, then yeah that day, that day that moment. I mean I thought the night before I was like this is. This Sounds not good. I'm like, I mean, everything was too good. Like, things were going too well. Sure enough, something had to happen. I was like hoping it was all going to blow over. And as has been the case now for the last seven years, it never blows over. It, it never is something that's like, well, this th- this bad thing might happen. Just keep an ear out. It always ends up happening. It never just goes away. It never is like the the, the person's never bluffing. The report like never not doesn't come out. Like it's just it always ends up being the, the worst possible thing. Louisville went from being top of the top of the <sighs> mountain to bottom. You went from hanging out with Ollie and Shaq to beating with me. That's you're not wrong. We got it worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like how you just avoid not answering it. That's <laughs> I'm doing fine. Doing fine. I was before I started working here and got sick. Yeah, I was gonna say you were doing good yet. Yeah, you... Got it worse. Those are the days. I hope I hope you didn't catch anything from the, the the germs that got off me from my asbestos stove. Maybe I hope not. Maybe some mold in there. Who knows? <laughs> um, the other thing that people should have it drives me crazy that people like didn't read the book and still talk about this whole thing. Like for instance, the like like me who admitted to reading it though. Yeah, but you don't like play things up that you don't know about. Like, well, even though you just said <laughs> whatever. No, what I say to my spillman again? When 
like when KSR did the big interview of Christina Powell and like the big tidbit was the whole score to the ceiling thing, right? Like, they, and like they still use that all the time. Like they're mm-hmm. like, oh my god, like that was the greatest interview of all time. It's in the book. Like she writes the, the text messages she's talking about in the book. Like that had been known information for like six months, but because all these UK fans didn't actually read the book, they're like, oh my god. I'm like, this is not. Yeah, another reason I didn't want to read the book is because I just got to the the point that it would look like it was basically written by a third grader. Well, it did. And it was like just, it was, and it wasn't very long if I remember correctly. I read it in like 45 minutes. Yeah, it, I mean, it wasn't a very long book because there wasn't that much. <laughs> wasn't exactly. I didn't have to like Google search any d- dictionary.com <laughs> words. <laughs> and if you did it, it only came up on Urban Dictionary. Now, <laughs> like, what is this? What did this? He did what was it? Ooh. Quick follow-up. I'm just now saying this. This is from uh, Griffin Gonzalez, who's a kind of a new guy. He covers sports at WDRB. And we, th- I said this was going to be the lasting legacy of the Fred Calgill thing. He just tweeted out a picture of a waiver that media are now being asked to sign before they cover the San Owensboro game tonight. It's a lengthy waiver talking about, you know, Holder accepts all risk of illness slash injury past this point, like all this stuff. Like you have to cover all your bases at this point. I agree. Like they're making all, like this is going to be a thing now at every high school. They're going to make media sign this. I mean, that's at least they're let, just they're doing that instead of just banning people. Yeah, because I mean, it's th- just annoying. It is. It's it's something that doesn't need to be. It shouldn't probably had to be done, but you know, it's, it is. I guess they never. I guess no one ever really thought anyone's actually going to sue. They got hit on the sideline. Somebody's saying that another Louisville anchor just sued Trinity High School for getting hit last week, last year too. Another which, one's another lawsuit? Which I haven't seen that, but if it's true, jeez, floodgates are open. Floodgates are open. I told Who you that. Who can I sue? Will you be my attorney? No, you don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that. Texas, I love Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Maybe better. The writing is great, and I think they got in better rhythm as the shows went on. Don't wait six years. Try the first season out. You'll be glad. I do want to watch it. I know it's on Netflix. Have you, not, have you not watched Better Call Saul yet? No. Oh, man. If you, I'm going to give you like another year and I'm going to ruin it for you like you did Breaking Bad for me. It's fine. I mean, you can't ruin it, though. Like, I know how I know how Breaking Bad starts. <laughs> I, tried, I tried to do that the other day. I was like, he died. You're like, Saul dies. No, like, no he's <laughs> in Breaking Bad, which happens years later. Texas, can we get John Ramsey on as a guest sometime? Yeah, I can make that happen. We haven't had him on since like the very, like, he hosted like the first week. What was he, I think it was the first show, right? It wasn't the first show. It was, no. I think, the second show. Okay. He like guest hosted. Um, yeah. and I haven't had on since. I need. I haven't talked to John in a while. He was supposed to be doing something with the kickball thing, and he, I guess, it didn't pan out. Texas weren't IU people behind the whole Katina Powell book. That was the rumor. It was that it was an IU publicist that, mm. that brought him in because they were mad that we took Johnson from him or something. There is truth to that. Okay. IU absolutely. I can. I, I won't say how much of a, a role they played. IU absolutely factored into all. I mean, there were a lot of arrows that that pointed in the direction that, that it's they hard created to, an LLC on their own. I mean, like, here's here's what I'll say. Because it was the guy was based the, the publisher was in Indianapolis. It was. Yeah. Here's all I'll say. The way it was laid out to me, and this without getting into the details that that followed this is, Louisville was a basketball program that was having too much success directly in between two other gigantic basketball programs that have historically had a lot of success, and they weren't going to let it last. And those are the two I'm thinking of. One of them is still looking for their success since 1987. You're correct. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Happy High School Friday to everybody. Again, we've got uh, St. X creepy. versus Owensboro <laughs> tonight at 730 right here on 1450, the Big X, your new home of St. X Tigers Athletics. And we've got Trinity versus Carmel over on 970 WGTK. Enjoy the games. Enjoy the weekend. Everybody have a fantastic time. We'll see you guys right back here Monday at 3 o'clock. Go Cards. Go Rocks. Go Wagner. <laughs>
Go Wagner. West Side. Try.